so this is no sold episode number seven here we are again we're going to talk some overrated underrated this week in light of a lot of the comments people have been kind of coming at sting in the comments labeling them overrated that kind of sparked our interest in doing this topic but um right now i got my guys here doug and danny basham how are you <laughs> the two, the two twins. I don't know which one's Doug or Danny. Flexing. I'm definitely Doug. I have no. Did you call Doug to... Frank? No, I don't know which one is which. Oh yeah, you're Danny. You're Danny. And who was their manager? The the girl. Um... Shaniqua. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was a babe. Uh, yeah, she. She was a tough enough cat. Um, yep. Remember right? Mm-hmm. That's that's right. So uh, East Unless, West connection. Hold on, John boy. Mm. Throw it up, Frank. Let's not forget our manager. Sweet, sweet sapphire. <laughs> Beautiful. Love it. That might be the best one yet. R.I.P. to Sapphire. So uh before I'm sunglasses, not to stun on everybody, but uh I took a stray chair shot from A Steel last <laughs> week. So this is how I have to come in for the show, but I'll be all right. So wait a minute, he's, you went into the just, locker room. He's just big time in us. So you went in the locker room to, like, to confront Punk, or were you were you a team EVP or uh, team Punk? I'm team Punk, baby. Yeah, yeah, All right, they, they were outnumbered, so I had yeah. to yeah, back them up. It was only Larry Punk and Ace Steel against the entire elite. Yeah, don't adjust your uh, your sets here. Frank's coming in with the the Bret Hart shades. <laughs> so here we are. We're we're going to get into the overrated underrated. We have to get into some of the current stuff though. Uh, briefly we have to touch on everything that went down with cm punk post all out we realized we talked about cm punk almost every episode so far so we're gonna we're gonna try not to um you know go on too hard again with the cm punk talk but it is topical and uh i don't know if you guys caught the week in wrestling the week and a half like i said since all out some stuff's been going down they stripped the world champion in aew they stripped the trios champions it's kind of a little bit of chaos over there what do you guys make of the whole situation we were super pumped going into the the match with moxley and punk and um turned out that none of it really mattered in the end (laughs) here we are so what do you guys make of the whole ordeal if you want to just share your thoughts real quick about how it all transpired real quick i think it's a bummer for sure you know like how it all shook out i'm not even i'm not even necessarily like against what punk said necessarily you know just maybe he could have handled it better everybody could have handled it better it appears but it's just a shame that he had to resort to like everybody losing their belts everybody getting suspended you know it uh it hurts like you know that pay-per-view that we just saw you know because those are arguably two of the best matches on the card two of the top three matches in my opinion so you know it's a shame but I get it from Tony Khan's perspective, you know, and like you got to lay down the law as well. You know, if he just lets these guys get away with all this shit, you know, then then he's looked at his week and all this. So I understand it sucks, you know, but, you know, we get a cool trios match out of it. Uh, We get a little tor- mini tournament to crown a new champion. You know, I think it's going to work itself out. Hopefully cooler has prevailed we can still make some money off of these guys you know there's too much with punk and so many guys on that roster to like have it end like that so hopefully that's not how it goes duke what do you make of the uh 
the messy situation that happened. We talked a little bit about the actual press conference, media scrum, if you want to call it that. I hate that word, but they, uh, the post scrum, we were actually like recording kind of in the midst of all that, I think, but it turned into to a melee. And like I said, people were suspended, people were stripped. Unfortunate, it's definitely the word we're probably going to all use. But what do you make of, I guess, the decisions to strip the champions? And, you know, now we're looking at maybe eight or nine months without CM Punk if he ever comes back. Right. Because he... apparently he got injured too. Yeah. That's the all. Yeah. I mean, unfortunate, right? Like, I think that's the only way to describe it. When we did the CM Punk episode, we didn't realize how, you know, topical he would end up being. And uh, once again, like, controversy surrounds him. And I even mentioned during the CM Punk episode, as much as I love him, he's not very emotionally mature. And I feel like he kind of proved that. Like, you're the AEW world champion. You you're, you should be, you should hold yourself at a higher standard. And I get it, man. He's sick of talking about Colt Cabana and all that shit. But like, come on, man. Just like, defuse, go have a Pepsi, go eat a muffin. And you know what I mean? Like, regroup yeah. dude but could, yeah go ahead to aw's credit i think that tony khan did the right thing like frank said and immediately let's crown these new champions let's get it going you know because i felt like out of that we got this pretty cool tournament um and now as we're recording this we've seen we now know the finals of it um but i mean you know yeah just unfortunate um but I yeah. think it was the right thing to do, you know, get these guys away and not even address it. Like, just mm -hmm. let's crown these new champions. And I feel bad for Moxley because, like, he he was such a great interim champion. And, like, you know, he loses it. And then this bullshit happens, you know, like so. And he's supposed to be on vacation for yep. six weeks, supposedly. Yep. Six-week vacation. And now we're yeah. still here working. Yep. You but know, I, mean, I, will, I will say – um. I, I was talking to a buddy earlier today about this too. And it was just like, to me, and this sounds weird because he, he wasn't involved at all, but like Colt Cabana really at the end of the day is like the seed that's yep. like ruining yeah. all this cool shit in this company, yep. you know? And it's just like this guy that has like very little value to the product as a whole could be the guy who's like really shitting on it and taking it pulling yeah, it down whether he did anything this time around or not you know yep. but Cole Cabana is the reason Hangman says anything Cole Cabana is the reason CM Punk loses his fucking mind you know what I mean this is maybe the CM the Punk was um he was upset also like with Hangman not taking advice supposedly saying that mm -hmm. I don't take advice because Sting had offered some advice and Punk had offered some advice sure he took but some uh, I think if Hangman doesn't well. go on TV and bring up Cole Cabana maybe mm -hmm. Punk yeah, you know, is a little more lenient about stuff like not taking advice from Sting and yeah. You know we, I mean? beat the, we beat the we beat the punk thing to death a little bit as far as like at least from my standpoint, I've been super hard on him and whatnot. But I think like you, you said, Frank, like all these parties could have handled it better. They could have done things differently. Like I stood there and watched the scrum, and it was like even Tony Khan, like you got to speak up at some point. You got to either let's get like let's let punk cool off like. So he's got a little bit of blame even on this, I feel like, to let your champion sit up there and kind of like crush your 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 EVPs and whatnot. But besides that, I want to ask you guys, like, so we were talking before we started recording here, like the click gets a lot of 
now they get a lot of praise, but back in the day, they were like the cancer and the EVPs in AEW, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman. So are they the modern day click? And I guess my question is, do you think that this will end well or will it implode? Will they end up sort of like maybe ruining what they started here? I don't think they're going to ruin it. You know, like I think, I think it'll end fine. I think guys like Kenny Omega seems to be like a pretty level-headed guy on most. They like the Bucks. I don't know. The Bucks seem a little spicier than Kenny Omega, for example. But I think cooler heads will prevail. Things will go back. You have to eat your shit, keep him moving. You know, the Bucks. You know, it's tricky with the Bucks because they know if they go to the, where else do they go? You know what I mean? Like AEW even has a relationship with New Japan right now. So it's not even like you can go to New Japan and and it's like, so like for them, the options are limited. It's WWE where it is a huge option, but it's like, you can't do all that other shit that you're used to doing. All that stuff that you love to do, that BTE stuff, all this, all this extra stuff that the Bucks sort of made their name doing all this internet stuff kind of goes out the window if you go there. So it's like, yeah, you could do that and take that, make that sacrifice like somebody like Cody is more willing to do because he's like involved in that system. So I don't, I think the bucks will come around, you know, maybe they're annoyed right now. They'll come to their senses. I think Kenny Omega will be fine. I think everything smooths itself out over time okay. like a month or two. And we'll see. I think um, real quick, like, so the young bucks, like I was always critical of them, I guess like on the indie scene, but I've grown to love them. Like I could actually say if someone wanted to put them in like the conversation, like top 10 on tag teams of all time. It's not that crazy because of w- what they've done and at yeah. least like the mark they're leaving. So I wonder mm-hmm. like, cause it would be cool to see them in WWE because I think they could even maybe like exploit their charisma even more. It might be a cool thing to see one day, but I know they're getting up there in age even like they're not that young for being yeah, the yeah, young yeah. bucks, you know? So dude, um, I was watching the young bucks and ring of honor. I don't know, 13 yep. years ago or some shit. We like saw that, them you know? like so when like, they were, yeah. Knew that really were actual bucks. young bucks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, they're stars, man. Duke, do you think we always um, cheered for them though? Was, mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry. No. Do you think, um, like I asked Frank, like, how do you see this, I guess. And if you have to just like put your, um, you know, your, your thinking cap I on mean, for a minute. Like I said, I think they already moved on from it. You know, I mean, they're obviously going to come back. I don't know what Punk's future will be. I mean, he's hurt. The dude's like going to be like 45, man. You, we don't heal like we used to at that age, man. Mm-hmm. Like he even like I love Sam Punk. I've said it a million times, but like he he's not the same dude. Like, I think we'll all agree to that. Won't we like. In the ring, sure. yeah, like Moxley and Brian are still going at a very high level, but I don't think Punk is, you know, and yeah. he doesn't even need to because mm-hmm. he's so good on the stick and you know, in other ways. But AW is going to go on, man, with or without him. And like Frank said, I do think Kenny is like a cool headed dude, yeah, like, and I think it'll. They already moved on from it. We're already they moved on, like yeah, story storyline wise. I felt like and you they heard did Tony. a really good job, honestly, of handling that. Like you heard Tony Tucci too. He said he's got a lot of money. He's not gonna take this shit anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> oh yeah, he, he does he's funny. not like the Crockett's. He's got a lot yeah. more a lot more money. But <laughs> that no, was it's a weird comment. 
one of the weirdest I, I don't yeah so i think with punk it's unfortunate because we talked about how he brings such a level of importance to the shows i'm gonna be super bummed if it's just like the end of the road for him because i think he was just getting started we talked about like wanting to see a heel version of punk yeah, unleashed definitely. yeah you know definitely. so I, i'm really really hoping it's not but i mean if i mean Honestly, dude, it seems like there is some truth to people not wanting him there. Like, oh yeah, dude. I mean, I'm I'm not a big Twitter guy, but like I see like people liking tweets and stuff that are kind of like anti-punk and stuff. Do you guys like see the Bobby Fish like Bobby Fish stuff? Know? Or did you get catch? Yeah, any let of me that? address that real quick. Yeah, fuck Bobby Fish. Bro. Exactly. I, you know, like, it's just like and I like Bobby Fish as a me wrestler too. and all and that. And that's yeah. what makes it it's annoying that we have yeah. to trash this guy. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, because like, talk like, about some fucking never done shit type of guy. Exactly. Who's exactly. going to like, who was constantly taking, taking shots at Pong, kicked out yep. of his fucking finish at 3.1, too. Like, yep. who the fuck? I knew you? when he did that, it was yeah. odd. It was yeah, weird. You know what I mean? You know, yep. so it's sort of like, no, no offense, but fuck him. You know, because yeah. no, I, like I completely agree. You like, haven't you haven't done shit, dude. Not even and at he the tries level. and he talk. thinks he's a real fighter, dude. That's it's like, the thing. Off, That's bro. what I was going to say. Like you're talking about real fighting and stuff like that. First of all, it's pro wrestling, bro. Yeah. So like you're it's it doesn't matter what you say. If that mm -hmm. was the case, Haku would be the greatest of all time. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's not fucking yeah. real. Mm -hmm. So like for Bobby Fish, a fucking never will be. You know, and I like Bobby Fish. That's the thing. And I now know. I have it to trash like him, him because yeah. he's talking shit about a guy that is legitimately one of the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. Like, shut up. Bobby so isn't Fish. it interesting, like, where CM Punk made that comment to John Moxley um, when they had that cool little back and forth? He's like, Moxley said, I'm the heart and soul. And Punk's like, I'm the dollars and the cents. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, what's so interesting is, like, these guys, they really don't either get it respect it or care that he was bringing so much to the table and it's like, i think they on, don't man. get it yeah i think they yeah. don't get it i think i think right. these are guys who have never been in like these big box office situations yep. like for real you right know? Yeah. like a, were, yeah. A, yeah like AEW is doing numbers like no one's ever done outside of wwe but punk was doing those numbers in the wwe you know, right. and it's just, it's a He's different been to the biggest game, stage you know? and yeah. he knows how business works, mm -hmm. you know? And I, and I trashed like the, you know, the whole like playing with kids because punk made the comment, like, um, I'm yeah, the yeah. only adult in the room. There was like some truth to that, I guess, but it, it really is interesting to think that, like you said, like they might not get it. And that's kind of scary because they could be missing like some big opportunities. Cause you would think, I mean, Jericho probably, I would assume laid the law down the following day right or yeah whatever. well apparently there was that locker room talk and they said it was jericho moxley and danielson who were the three that stood up as like locker room leaders and try to put some sense into these guys and apparently it was super well received you know by like yeah. by most of the people backstage and listen if you're not listening to these guys you know then you gotta you know check yourself before you even fucking walk through those doors because if jericho it's one thing if you have a grudge against punk, you know, and you don't like the way punk handles things, you know, because he can rub people the wrong way. But if you can't get into a room with Jericho, Moxley and Danielson and hear them out as guys who've been to the tippy top of everywhere they've been, then you have no business fucking talking, you know, and like a fucking goofball like Bobby Fish, who's fucking 57 years old, talking shit about a guy like CM Punk. It's like, dude. 
you, you know, stay in your lane. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's and not, he's like, not even going to be with the company not, anymore, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's gone. You know, it's gone. And it's not like a hangman, right? Where like a hangman is one of these future stars. You know, he's a current mm-hmm. star as well, but he's he's young. He has a long road ahead of him still. He could do so much more. He could become the guy everywhere, like a guy like Punk did. But Bobby Fish, this is it's not happening. It never will happen. So you're when he's saying things it holds no weight at all to me yeah let's um so let's really quick give a real quick on hangman on hangman page like i really like him like i think he's got it all you know but like i don't know how old is this dude like that he's not listening to fucking sting like i mean that's kind of like i get it if you're like you know, you think you're good and stuff like that, but like that's disrespectful. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think it's taken a little out of context. I will defend yeah. Hangman after shitting on him, you know, in defense of Punk so long. But like, I think it's taken a little out of context where he's saying, "I'm just more Hangman than anybody else." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and I can understand that. But at the same time, if you are turning down legit advice from you know from real veterans and all that, then that's a problem. You know? Yeah, sort of I like mean, a, just disrespect. To, to legends is where my well, problem you, yeah is, no you know? li- so um, just uh so he like literally he's 31 years I've, old to answer your question he's 31 how old is he 31, 31 okay i mean which, you know better by the time you're 30 i feel like, yeah it's true you know? yeah I thought no. he was younger honestly I thought yeah I was, like I was bringing that up because he's a, yeah because he's another one that doesn't have time fully on his side and i agree with duke like i'm a big fan of hangman adam page yeah, me too. we have some listeners mike zern who's who's trashing hangman sometimes oh, in man, my dms man, but um the thing about it is like the empty headed comment by CM Punk, you know, whatever you call him, mindless. This shit cracks me up. Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious insult. Yeah. But um, you got to wonder, like, is because, dude, Hangman, I, I read something today, like he just randomly put out a post and he was just like going through each member of the Dark Order talking about how they're like his best friends and how they like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, man, does this it's like sometimes you are the company you keep. Is he like okay with not being great you know and being like you know maybe and sometimes guys are like that you know we Mm -hmm. see it in like other sports where like a guy who's like uber talented could be the best in the world but just doesn't quite give a fuck enough you know to maybe work that extra we go back to the you know the old kevin nash quote you know you can make money or you can make friends. Mm-hmm. He's making a you bunch know? of friends. Making yeah. a bunch of friends. And it's a shame because he, yeah, he could be holding himself back. Just uh, think about it. How many guys at the top are known as like these fucking sweethearts? Yeah, yeah. It's you true. Know, like, not many. Not yeah. many. Yeah. And like, so even if you turn top, into man. a sweetheart, you know, like a guy like Austin, for example, right now, yeah. where like everybody loves Stone Cold. Everybody loves talking to him. Great show. <laughs> Great you show. Know, you know everything. Every like Austin's beloved, but when he was the top guy, he was ruthless. You know what I mean? He said, "No, fuck you. I'm not doing. I'm not working with this jabroni. I'm mm-hmm. not losing to that guy." Mm-hmm. On occasion, he walked out. Mm-hmm. You know, from Jim Ross's he mouth, um, he said that Austin was a pain in the ass to work with. Like, yeah, so, but look you- when you when you talk about these fucking all time greats, like, but look at his legacy. Exactly. He's looked at as one of the greatest of all time. And so is CM Punk. Interesting. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I saw an interesting um, comment on our No Sold Facebook page. Follow us on Facebook, everybody. Yes. Follow Um, us on Facebook. That's at No Sold Pod. 
real quick. And on yes, Instagram, sir. it's at no sold underscore podcast. Follow us. Follow us. Um, somebody mentioned Hulk Hogan. They were kind of hating on Hogan that um he you know he held people down and blah 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 blah. And he, he was the most Ricky, protected, is what the yeah, comment was. And he was. mentioned Ricky Steamboat and um uh, Jake the Snake. Here's mm-hmm. the thing about that. Without Hulk Hogan, you don't even know who those guys are. No, that's a fucking fact. Because yeah. without the rock and wrestling, you couldn't just put anybody in there, man. Like, I understand the hate for Hogan now, but like, he was a big deal. He was yeah. a fucking superhero. He was a cartoon character brought larger to life. than life. Yeah. Exactly. And because of him being this amazing character, that's why you tuned in and dude i love ricky steamboat and jake yeah. the snake but yeah. without hogan we're not even doing this honestly yeah, yeah. they've reached you know? the so levels like that were the, un, unthought of unheard yeah, some of some of the most hated guys unfortunately are some of the all-time greats you protect yourself and look look how look how it worked out yeah. it's, 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 it's possibly the greatest of all time you know like yeah, it's like it's like life in general. I guess sometimes you're, you know, you got to kind of cut some throats on the way to the top, or you know, sometimes it's 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 a little it's hard to balance being like you said a sweetheart and also being yeah, and super like, ambitious saying, and you know. I'm not saying be a shitty person, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You guys are both successful. You're still good dudes, you know. But like, pro wrestling is a whole different business, man. Yeah. Like, talk to anybody, and it's a very cutthroat business. You're always being fucking worked. Right. And like these guys had to protect themselves. And guess what? Austin might have protected himself, but he's one of the he's on everybody's goat list. So mm. they, they all these guys did something right, you know? Yeah. And and just to put a little bow on the CM Punk thing, like we we all rank him. You know, we all think he's among the greats. I feel like he's, you know, made his mark undeniably. And in 20 years, you know, Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, even though he's super popular now, like they just I hopefully recognize that that guy, you know, he's helping the business. He's clearly a pain in the ass, but like hopefully they they get it. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart did business together despite their hatred for each other. I'm sure so many of these guys, Frank alluded to like probably over the last 30, 40, 50 years, we didn't have these cameras and cell phones, but how many times did this shit happen before probably oh yeah you know for sure and there weren't all these press conferences and there wasn't a fucking camera everywhere and there wasn't everybody everybody being all and everybody being all ultra sensitive about everything that's said about everybody too you know and it's just like listen man because like did punk really say anything that fucked up not really you know and he was just you know he was just annoyed and and if they got into a fight in the locker room who gives a fuck you know what i mean like it's like you're shocked the fight broke out and a show that's supposed to be about fights. You right. know, it's sort of like, right. I, don't, I don't know, you know, it's just, yeah. well, it's I just, just want to, everybody needs to chill out. And like, you know, there's legal action and stuff because right. everything's just big business now. Yeah. Well, it's, punk, it's, that's it's the one not... thing I would knock punk on if it's true, which is all rumor and innuendo, but like punk supposedly threatening legal action against the young bucks and all this. Mm. It's like punk, come on, man you did kind of like say bring it and then you're going to be the first guy to sue i hope that's not true yeah 
if that's you know but let's yeah let's who knows it's just a hot that, mess right? yeah we just don't know many of the we don't know i'm looking really forward bad, to them moving on as they've done i'm looking forward to a super cool final match for the AEW. we're world in the title. midst we're in the midst yeah. of the world title tournament that the and finals the are set AEW trios and the tournament was cool so who did awesome. we have it was yeah the tournament was the first round was uh so yeah, Darby, Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara, and then yeah. on one side, and then the other side was who was the other side? Moxley. No, it was Brian Danielson and uh So Daniel. Oh, right, Moxley got a buy. Yeah, Jericho and Moxley had buys. Right. And then Brian and I think it was since since it was the tournament. Of, who was it? Of, Brian and who? Well, since it was the tournament. Oh, Hangman. Yeah, yeah tournament Hangman, of champions. Yeah. They they put Hangman in it with right with Brian right. and Danielson on the one side, and mm-hmm. then we had. Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara, tournament champions. I like the concept, yep. whether you agree or not, with you know certain guys in it. Um, I don't agree cool. with Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Sammy. Right. I knew that was coming. I like Sammy, but yeah, um, you would. Did you like his promo last week? It was so uh, good. Uh, oh, oh, oh. I mean, not a strong man. suit. Not a strong suit. But they were down to the finals now. So it's it's gonna be Brian Danielson and John Moxley. They're gonna decide the new world champion, not interim. It's gonna be official. An all Blackpool Combat Club final. All black straps. Gonna have all the straps. But um they also crowned new trios champions. Like we said, they they stripped Omega and the Young Bucks, they stripped the elite and they decided the championship between I believe it was um, that triangle and the best friends and orange Cassidy. Right. There we go. Best friends versus the death triangle who ended up winning um it's cool like i do have to mention when moxley came out last week and cut the promo like after the end of uh you know after everything was handed out the stripping of the titles like moxley's passionate promo i watched it again and uh even the second time around like that was maybe his best promo that i've seen him cut since like I liked his early CCW NXT stuff and like he laid it all out. Like I felt like it was coming straight from the heart. It was one of his best promos. And I think that there was like a lot of truth in there about him, like talking about him. I was about to take off, but like, I'm here cause I love this. And, mm-hmm. and he leveled up to me even more, which, you know, I already rank him like so high. I love John Moxley, but I loved his passionate promo to kind of get things back on track. And uh, we also had like Daniel Garcia get a spotlight so how do you guys feel, like you said, you thought Tony Khan did a great job masking like a lot of the chaos, um, even Malachi Black, we'll get into it, but like he's now no longer with the company, at least not for now. So with everything going on, like they, they shine the light on the young guy, Daniel Garcia, me and Frank were I arguing. That. Yeah, yeah, we were I arguing. I, I didn't think that should be like the main event when you're trying to, you know, focus on a world title tournament. You were making the argument it's that hometown kid create a moment. They did create a moment. So how do you guys feel about Daniel? Not Garcia? only did they create a moment, but they I'm sure they made a lot of new fans for the guy, too. You know what I mean? Like guys who like yourself were kind of on the fence for a while with him or just straight up not liking him, you know, not maybe getting it. Not that you did it, but, you know, anybody. And, um, you know, to me. Having that movie moment, Westside Gun performing for him, which is like he's always in the crowd. If you guys aren't aware, Westside Gun's a huge, mm-hmm. huge wrestling fan. Also, now doing like a kind of like a promotional, like agency type of thing with wrestlers, you know, like he's signing guys as to be whatever he is to them. So, you know, I thought that was super sick. Um, and it felt important. The crowd obviously loved it. Also, was like the highest rated part of the show. I don't know if you caught that. So, I didn't. you know big deal you know for them so like i think long run tucci's argument was that you know highlight the 
world title, especially now that you're going to have a new champion and all that. And I understand typically I would be on the same page, but every now and then, you know, you get it, you get, you have a rare opportunity to make somebody, you got to take it, you know? And if they did that the next week, it doesn't have the same impact without that crowd, you know, and without, so I, that's why I really enjoyed that moment. And I thought it was a good match too. You know, it was a ring of honor belt, which, you know, it's an argument, a different argument, but I thought the moment was cool and meant something to him. It made him look like a real star. And we see with this final now with Moxley and Danielson, it's sort of like, it all goes back to that moment with him as well. So it all kind of worked itself out. Yeah. Jericho doing a great job of kind of, Elevate yeah. and Brian Danielson elevating Garcia. I remember, I think Duke and I were like talking maybe a few months ago. It was like Black Trunks Garcia. He was, I think, in the main event on a random dynamite. And it was like, you know, this guy's probably never going to really, you know, elevate up or, or, you know, become anything bigger. Last week, it did have a big fight feel. The trunks were cool. He won this title, whether or not, you know, the ROH mm-hmm. thing is a big deal or not. But like, what do you think, Duke, now? Do you like uh, the placement of Garcia? Are you starting to come around on him? Because I know a lot of people are super hype at his. Yeah, his I'm not, version. like, super high on him. I think he's, like, I think he's a good technical wrestler. But, like, what does that really mean, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, his like, promos are, are struggling. Yeah, like, he's a young kid, though. I think he has a good future. Well, I want to speak about um, – mjf really quick because the focus at the end of all out should have been on him and punk mm-hmm. it, it should have at least even been on mjf punk ended up getting hurt but um mjf had to kind of go out and i guess flip the script or or i guess um just rearrange the way the stories are going to be told now with his re- big return i think it was definitely yeah. centered around cm punk but he didn't miss a beat with the promo. He came out last week and he did sort of like a pro Buffalo babyface promo, totally switched it and did, you know, su- you know, super classic MJF stuff. And then uh, even this week, he was still on a roll. Um, he wants to be world's champion. He hasn't been yet. Um, I don't know how soon they should pull the trigger on it, but. I feel like he's definitely their most, for me, like their most compelling talker, you know, storyteller almost. Do you guys think they should, no matter who wins this tournament, do you think they should hold off with MJF or two-sided question here? Do they, should they hold off with the world title? And also does, he's getting the chance. He's getting, do you think they should pull the trigger on a baby face turn? Yeah, I'm conflicted on the babyface turn, you know, because I feel like I feel like he's just not a, a babyface, you know. So it's like it's gonna be hard to see him as like a true blue chip boy scout babyface. You know, I don't think I see him as that ever. That so Bill's I, promo he cut, like the babyface style, like yeah. I would hope that wouldn't be, and I doubt it. That, no, that, yeah, I don't. Know, yeah, would. exactly. I don't think that would be it, and I or something they do, but like I feel like like anybody eventually you're forced into it. You know, guys like Austin and stuff like that, you get forced into, and even The Rock, you get forced into like these turns. But I wouldn't put the title on him straight away. To me, you put the title on Brian Danielson. You let him run shit for at least a few months. They do a pay-per-views every few months, you know, so it's sort of like with their setup, at least they're good that they don't need to rush a new champion. Like there's not a pay-per-view in three weeks. So you don't have that fear of maybe him winning the title. I think 
you let it build and you see how it goes. Cause maybe MJF, because he was getting some pretty good heat tonight. It's dynamite, you know, in the promo he cut. So it's sort of like maybe he's able to build himself up as this super villain again and have the crowd turn. We just there's so much to see where it goes with him. That I, I think, think he's got way. it in. I think he's got yeah. it in him to keep the crowd against him, especially yeah. against a guy like Moxley. They have some good strong baby faces. Duke, I know you said, I think you said like don't put the title on MJF. You don't so you don't want to see him champion right now. Well, I'm just like I just want I don't want the belt to keep changing hands. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. Like Frank said, like I'm kind of torn in the finals because like I feel like Moxley kind of deserves to be AEW champion. But at the same time, I think Brian with like a nice six months to a year yeah. fighting the whole roster would be fucking awesome for us as fans. Yeah. As far as the MJF um babyface turn, it's it's going to happen organically because anytime you're anti-establishment everybody wants to tell their boss to fuck off yeah and if he's out there shitting on tony khan every week you know what do you make of the uh the wwe tie-ins like i'll go with cody yeah triple h what do you think of that i don't care for that because like i don't feel like i don't know what's the payoff (laughs) Yeah, MJF saying like basically they're better, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I guess it gets heat with fans. So that's but, all I mean, it is. He can right? get heat just by walking out there because yeah. he just looks like a dick. To me, you it's know? Like, like old already. You know, like I, I get it for a while. Yeah. I understood. You know, when he's playing that free agent card mm-hmm. or when he's going to be, and I get it. I think I thought it was smart originally. I thought yeah. this was, was great, but now it's like, especially since he's come back, when it's probably it feels to me pretty clear, like, all right, they kind of work something out. Yeah, no you're way. here. Yeah, yeah, you're here. There's no way Tony Khan's going to let you go out there and the whole your whole shtick is, I'm going to WWE, and then when your contract's and then up, you he go. goes to WWE. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, why would he ever allow you on TV doing that and right. make a big star for them? He should have you know cold that yeah. after this yeah, return. exactly. You know, I it's think, like, I just because yeah. everybody would still feel that in their heart, you know, like if they just never said the WWE shit, and maybe even more so. Because, you know, if the, if it was yeah. just, hey, I might be going, I mean, uh, Tony Khan's um, audio at the pay-per-view, right? Like, you don't have to sign an extension. If they just leave it at that and MJF never kind of brings up WWE again. In For my a heart, while. I might, yeah. yeah, I might be like, oh, this guy might still leave. But instead, he's like, every tweet, every time he brings Name dropping, name dropping. WWE. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, if I'm the owner, you're not allowed on my TV. Right, exactly. It makes it look a star for them. Yeah, it makes it look a little like phony at this point. He's overdoing it, right? Yeah, Yeah, he's just such a good heel. Like it would be silly to turn him face because he's so he's just naturally so unlikable. Well, we were actually I don't know about debating, but we got some comments um, in our latest, you know, in our All Out Clash episode where we reviewed WWE's Clash at the Castle, AEW's All Out. You could check that out in the archives if you'd like. We got a lot of positive feedback from that. A lot of we thank you for all the support, but we got a lot of comments. And uh, I think one of them, I think it was our good friend, John Petrick, chiming in again. He he had a comment. I think related to whether or not MJF is a generational talent, if he's like an all-time great heel, if he's the goat heel. Um, we 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 like kind of touched on it, but the fact that MJF is one of the only guys, I guess, that embraces it is refreshing. You know, if nothing Absolutely. else, he embraces mm-hmm. it. And, and listen, we're all fans of MJF. 
we're just not losing our fucking shit over it. Yeah. You know, like I might lose my shit guy... most out of all three of us, right? Uh, yeah, you sure. do, <laughs> but you still say, you know, it makes you sick for them to compare him to Rowdy Piper. Absolutely. You know, yeah. listen, in five years, if this guy has a body of work, you know, like a CM Punk. Yeah, let's talk guy then. again. Yeah, we'll talk then. But like goading people after a fucking year in the business or a year in AEW, however long, um, you know, let's fucking calm down. I think people That's like all. to be ahead of the curve in that aspect. Like even Luca, I like, like too, they want to say they. Do. I like yeah, MJF yeah, exactly. too. Yeah. We all like him. It's right. documented. But yeah. like <laughs> right. to put him as a fucking all-time great. Yeah, it's preposterous. Like well, people want to. I think, they I think wanna, Ricky well, Starks has a better career than MJF when it's all said and done. Do oh you my really? God. Yeah. That's wow. a tough one. That's a You're tough really one. Really on that Ricky Starks. I am, bro. Look, man, we all got our guys. We all latch on to guys, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I think but, Ricky Starks is like, I, and it's very obvious. I'm not like original by making this comparison, but like he's rock like, and yeah, I also think sure. he's rock like in the sense that he can transcend pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. Where where MJF. He might be Roddy Piper like, which is no, you know, nothing to like scoff at, but it's a different level, you know, when you when it's all said and done. Yeah. Well, we did well, enjoy we'll, we're we're gonna reconvene 10 years. 10 years, we'll sort this out. From this look state, like a jackass. We'll see, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what uh we'll see what happens. Well, that was it's the no that... disrespect to these young guys, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, let's fucking let's not just be outrageous and start yeah. goading people, right? After and... a couple years in AEW, yeah. And, um, you know, that that was it. Was, I mean, AEW, it's been a whirlwind, you know, it's definitely been chaotic, but they're starting to get back on track, like we said, the real finals. quick, yes. just to beat this fucking dead horse. We're talking about these guys that are, you know. In the moment, MJF, like, he's really good, blah, blah, blah. A couple of years ago, at my shop, we were all there. A guy said, oh, man, you don't like Wade Barrett, bro? Yeah. yeah. Wade Barrett's going to be blah, blah, blah. Walking out of store. Wade What's Barrett? Wade, what is Wade Barrett doing right now? With <laughs> oh, all dude. due respect. No, right. Yeah. The guy's a fucking commentator on NXT. Dude. Just and, and wait and see. Exactly. And another guy who's in very similar vein was uh, Nigel McGuinness. You know, like yeah. Nigel, when he was a Ring of Honor champ, people were like, Nigel's the best on yeah. earth. You know what I mean? Nigel, Nigel. And then he went to Impact and was super cool. Desmond yep. Wolf. It he was sure like was. super. And his circumstance was a little different. It was injuries that, sick. That, that knocked him out of the game, yep. you know? Yeah. But you just don't know. It's too early to say anything. You know, yeah. Nigel had one of the just best enjoy it in the moment. And it's ever. not, yeah. we're on your side, right? Like we all like MJF, mm -hmm. but let's just not get fucking outrageous with these yeah we're goading yeah. people after you know what has he done honestly. like i said i think people like to be ahead of the curve like luca don like luca everybody wants to say oh my god already yeah. a top 10 they want to be ahead of this curve the man yeah. has had a three or four year career so far. i love luca i mean i love luca's game and i think but... he's a i think he's a killer too like mm -hmm. he has that like killer instinct but Calm the fuck down. My Let's thing is always relax. with anybody great or potentially yeah. great is let them do the shit before we crown them as exactly. The you know what I mean? Like right. that's all. I don't like, think just that's unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. and it's okay for things to be good too. We're yeah. all guilty that's of it too, why... by the way. You know, like I crowned John Dean Ambrose. 
mm-hmm. off out of the gate. You know what I mean? Like I've well, been, as it turns out, you were right because he's the best thing going. I've <laughs> hits and misses. Like how many times yeah. was I wrong though? You know, I, yeah. I mean, Test was my guy. Sean O'Hare, like <laughs> Test, yeah, yeah wrong, wrong. Let's just um, shift really quick, if you don't mind, into the WWE side. As usual, we're probably not going to lend as much to our WWE talk, but post clash at the castle they've had some things going on um triple h continues to sort of infuse his nxt uh like influence i guess to try to bring the wwe yeah uh i guess into his vision um Mm -hmm. some of it i will say like i like some of these characters he's bringing in like the dexter loomis it's silly to some people I, i i find it kind of interesting um carrying cross i do think has you know star potential if handled handled properly if handled properly and um some other guys that he's brought back johnny gargano we've talked about but the big one that you know the big return another triple h return signing was braun Strowman, and this is where you you lose me man like this is where well john some people will tell you that 2016 to 2018 braun Strowman goat status goaded can we be honest yeah goaded Yo, but you didn't like his red slacks. He he does zero for me. Like I can't even yeah, think man. of an actual way they can package him to make me care about him. I can't even come oh, up with yeah. one. You didn't like when he was doing his choo-choo train around the ring and he <laughs> fell on his face on his fucking night one. You know, it's like, come on, bro. Oh, what some people have it and some look, maybe in a day where Bobby the Brain Heenan could be his mouthpiece, maybe in a day where we could just put some uh, you know, disguise his his amounts of flaws he has, but that one lost me, and it's just like the constant bringing back the NXT guys. He's got the roster maybe almost where he wants it. I don't know, but um does this like higher stage, bigger stage NXT Triple H vision? Does this translate into because all I keep hearing is people saying since Triple H took over WWE, oh my god, it's so, so different, it's so much yeah, better. It's kind of crazy. What are we? I'll say it's better. I'm willing to be like admit it's a better show. Most of it is more palatable than it's been for many mm-hmm. years, but it's not good. Well, you know, like, like, like better there. than what? It's right? better than the worst. Yeah, yeah better than the worst period exactly. ever. The, which yeah. is, you know, that's not what we want out of like WWE, the the golden, the golden promotion of wrestling. And also, um, NXT seems to be going back to the black and gold or whatever yep. it is. So. Yeah. So he's Triple he's, H. I mean, at least I I can appreciate that Triple H is putting his stamp on shit one way or another. I like that that it's not. Because, like, some of these, you know, there's so many memes out there of, like, Vince rolling in his grave over all this shit Triple H is doing. And it's like, yeah, it has to be real because Vince was so against all of this, you know? But we do want to see, like, besides just the talent coming back, we want to see him change the way the product is displayed, how stories are kind of fleshed out. Like, we want to see it. Let's see the whole package. It doesn't just mean bring it back yeah but you said in that one interview like he said there wasn't anything wrong right with wwe so yeah it's scary well you know who he really likes someone that i really hate kevin (laughs) kevin owens the kevin owens show is in full effect bro people are losing their mind over this promo he had with austin theory where he kind of like tried to do this it was a very forced 
you know, tough guy, angry thing, like guys like me and Johnny Gargano, <laughs> Johnny Gargano. Of, of all the guys, right. To scratch and claw to be who we are. And then there's chiseled guys like you, Austin theory that get everything they want. It's like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll be honest. I thought that was good though, but not the way these people are acting like it's good. I thought it was mm-hmm. Kevin Steen good or Kevin Owens good. Excuse me. Not fucking push him to the moon. Good. Like right. it's probably going to happen. Yeah, sorry you, to cut you off. John. No, no, no. You're. I wanted to hear that. You guys are. So between him and Sami Zayn, like who's getting a lot of shine on the SmackDown side with, like it's silly, it's comical, it's kind of ruining a cool angle in my opinion, like with the bloodline. But him and Sami Zayn are getting their chance, quote unquote. I put up air quotes, like under Triple H to be in the spotlight. Um, what do you guys think right now? Just WWE overall. We're another week in with the Triple H uh, regime. Are you? It's not must see TV still, right? No, not at no. all. Like I like Johnny Gargano, like I always have, but like I don't know. Like I'll, I'll, I'm looking forward to the Royal Rumble when Cody Rhodes comes back, enters at 27. <laughs> wins the whole thing and goes on the WrestleMania. That's what I'm looking forward to. Well, but like, shout out really quick to a, a new listener, Jeremy Rosa. He He's a new fan. He started um, just following us, and he he was laughing out loud at your prediction that Cody's going to come back at 27 and win the Rumble. I don't know if he was what? laughing. Does he, is he saying, like, it's not going to happen or he's not going to? Oh, he's going to enter at number one. Is that what you're saying, Jeremy? Well, Jeremy said – Cheers he, to you. Jeremy quoted your quote where you said – I can't wait till Cody comes back and wins the Rumble coming at number 27. He he thought that was funny, and I guess he's just like a lot of our listeners and commenters. I don't know if he's on the Cody train, but... Um, I hope he gets... Well, get on. Food. Get on before you get left behind. <laughs> That's right. That guy's going straight to the top. I hope he gets uh, Santino Morella as soon as he walks in the <laughs> ring. Gets the oh, big man, right? out. What is this? Man, oh, man. What's the Cody hate? There's a lot of it in the in the comments. Why though? I'm gonna just chalk it up. Fraud, bro. He's a fraud. (laughs) I'm tired of fucking pretending he's not. Everything about him is bullshit. Every word that comes out of his mouth is bullshit. You know, like he hasn't told the truth once. I was sending my buddies. Oh, I thought I may have sent you guys too the same meme. Another lie from Cody because he was like, tattoos are useless. I see no points of them. And then this dickhead gets the giant thing on his neck. You know, he's a fraud. You can't trust a word that comes out. People can change, bro. People nah. can change. Listen, I I, I could <laughs> doesn't change his stripes, bro. He's a I fraud. could spend you know this whole show defending Cody, but I feel like we're gonna get there in our like I said our mega Cody episode next year once he wins the title. <laughs> once he once, wins once the Royal Rumble, we're gonna get into it, right? Jeremy Jeremy Rosa, you said Jeremy Rosa, yes. Jeremy Rosa, twenty seven. Um, if you think a different number, just pop it in the comments. Maybe he enters at number one. Maybe he goes the whole distance. Frank will cry. Co-sign that. Me. Let me co-sign that right now. Last an hour and 45 minutes. Set the record for time. Set it. Entry. Let's go. Let's let's lay it on, Cody. If I have Um, to hear another crocodile tear, Dusty Rhodes fucking (laughs) promo from Cody, and God forbid he's the fucking champion. And we're we're going to get it every week. Meanwhile, meanwhile, meanwhile you get the Eddie Kingston <laughs> show, cheers every time that guy cuts Eddie a promo. Kingston. He does the fake crying, voice cracking. No, he does like, not every you know, promo. I'm not, I don't know, man. Cody has the whole thing not like to a T. He goes, he shakes his head a couple of times. He can't miss his father. Fake-ass tears come out. No, the you can miss your father, father, but it's like when there's silence and then you bring up Dusty and you're crying and suddenly it's like you're a frog. 
I cry all the time when I think of Dusty. Wrestling <laughs> is a love story. Cody's the best. Story I'll never to tell forget it. when Duke met Dusty. Right? I did. I chose not to. Oh, I chose man, not to get on, a Dusty bro. autograph, and I I chose not to. I just I don't know. I wasn't feeling it that day. Duke went, met him. Didn't and said, we, how, how was Isn't that it? when we got the combo though? Yeah, it's when we got the combo and we did. But um, so Duke you got met, it for free and still didn't meet him. That says a lot. Duke met Dusty and I said, "How was it?" And he goes, "He's a fucking phony." Yeah, man. That's he, he said he's a phony, and I was he like, "No, forgot me, bro. that," you know. And it's like that's Cody. Cody's just modern day dust. It's all good, you know. But I'm not. Well, cool. I've been lab- I've been labeled the American fanboy by John Petrick. <laughs> um, I've been slandered by you know. I had to listen to slander by Frank. The thing is, eventually we're going to have some listeners. I'm going to have people come and get my back. I got f- some friends that I know love the American Nightmare. <laughs> I got your back. Bring them. We're going to bring them on. Back. We're going to have the great debate. The Cody 2024 great debate. It'll be Cody short. is I very mean, Cody underrated. Yeah, bottom line. Cody is he's underrated. underrated? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to segue, man. Come on. We're, well, we're going to get into the we're going to get into our topic this week over under overrated. Cheers. Underrated. Can we get just a quick cheers to uh, Braun Strowman's red slacks? The red slacks. No, on the on the, the on the real, I would like to give a, a little shout out, you know, just at least to acknowledge a guy that we're all fans of Malachi Black stepping away supposedly mental health related mm. you know we hope he sorts it out i mean as fans you know what i'm mm-hmm. seeing but also as humans because mm-hmm. he's got a lot to give still to the business the tommy and yep. malachi yeah. black yeah unfortunately uh, he wasn't he wasn't utilized in AEW as he should have been hasn't been utilized anywhere the way he should have been no. i was a fan of him in WWE. i was yep. that's where i became a big fan of him you know yep. so i was all about him in nxt him. he was utilized correctly yeah, maybe That's for sure. back, back in the, the hands Triple of H, Triple H says that was a developmental show though now. So oh, that shit matters. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick matters. on Dark this week, I think it was Dark Elevation. It was the House of Black, um, Buddy Matthews and Brody King. Mm-hmm. Dude, Buddy Matthews is really cool. Get rid of that name, dude. Please. <laughs> like he's Please. so I like him a lot. He's cool. I like him that, too. Yeah. That name is just like I like him better than Pac, I think, but I don't like his nah, name. Nah, man, he could be cool if he just. I agree. He's got to get rid of that name, dude. And hopefully, like, these house of so back to Malachi real quick. Hopefully, he figures everything out. He sorts it out and he comes yeah. back better than ever. You know, that's all we could hope for. If not, I do think that the House of Black will be okay because I think Brody King is a star. Yeah, in the that's making. what I was gonna say. Like, I hope that you know maybe they run them as a tag team for a while i don't know put the straps on those guys they're cool yeah. they have a Brody yeah, they have can a be solo dolo yeah. though for and he sure. can be i agree yeah. with you you know what i mean i agree with yeah. you but like and for i the think time buddy being, matthews has something to give too i just think his yeah. name's brutal yeah hopefully they continue to do good because i liked house of black you know i was yeah. all in on house of black yeah. from the jump so hopefully yeah. they continue to be a thing if malachi comes back better great if he decides to walk away Good for you. Yeah, and I mean, maybe him, he know? just goes back to WWE. I don't know. Does his wife still work there? Yes. Seemingly. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously he's going to be happier, right? What makes a guy overrated? What makes a guy underrated? We're going to talk about it. It's not just counting championships and accomplishments that can make you successful or, you know, overrated or underrated. It's it's not how well you wrestle. It's not if you're a technical machine it could be a matter of opinion usually it is so it's just taste and it's what you enjoy or don't enjoy out of a performer right so 
the whole thing, how much money do they draw? That can probably kill any argument when you talk about overrated, underrated, but we're not super privy to that information. We're not going to pretend to have all those numbers. Uh, this is just our opinions. So obviously we welcome you all to leave comments and let us know your opinions about overrated or underrated. Some of them we might mention, some of them we might leave out. There's a guy just off the top, Goldberg. He's often brought up in a lot of conversations, overrated. He was a money machine though. He, yeah, that is not disputable, right? So yeah. like I said, that could kill an argument, but we're going to try to get into it as fans, you know, how we perceive some of these guys and, and girls and some of the talent uh, that's come throughout the years. We're going to get into a conversation about, you know, who's often forgotten and not given their due. And sometimes guys who are talked about ad nauseum and you're just kind of like sick of it. And mm -hmm. some guys that were underrated might even become overrated because they're talked about so much. So all that stuff, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to get into all that stuff for you guys. I know it's also hard to talk about overrated as we get older, because we can look back on a lot of these names and find something that we appreciate from them most of the time. But um, right off the bat, do you guys have any overrated names that you, you want to share that might, you know, surprise some people, or maybe they're, you know, some of the ones we hear often, but do any stick out right off the bat for you as far as overrated? I could give you one that'll kind of be like controversial that maybe a lot of, I could see it now, tons of people disagreeing with me on it, but somebody who like, this is not to discredit them completely, but a guy who I never could get into, and I, I understand the pros and cons like of his career, but was Randy Orton mm. as an overrated guy. I feel like Randy Orton is one of those dudes who came into the business and he was going to get shot to the moon right away, right? Just because of who his dad was, you know, the history, whatever. And like he was like a solid hand, but I don't think anybody would ever say like, he was like a work rate guy by any means, you know? And then his promos, I feel like, I feel like even the promos are average. Do you, are there that many memorable promos from Randy Orton? He does a good character work, you know, and it's good storytelling, but I feel like you could count on one hand, his good matches. And this is a guy who's been in there 20 years at the top of the card for most of that time. And I feel like he's involved in some of the worst WrestleMania moments, you know, like in terms of big match feels, some of the worst pay-per-view matches that were supposed to be these big deal conclusions to these stories. Like that was always my big thing with Randy was like, it may be the build to a story was great. And then when the payoff was always like, okay, it was a Randy match. And I always called him Randy Borton, you know, because <laughs> Randy matches would put me to sleep, you know, and, and and he's super over even even all the shows I've gone to, mm -hmm. even guys who I think are like the best dudes are super over. Randy Orton's pop shits on all of them, you know. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm super in the minority when it comes to Randy, mm -hmm. but he literally, as much as I try to like him, he's literally never done anything for me. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, I I might get to a point where I'm like, oh, I'm finally liking this shit. And then it all goes downhill. And now he's like a joke character. He's out injured right now, but like mm -hmm. with the whole riddle stuff is just 
kind yeah. of embarrassing to me. So, you know, it's just he's so a guy. you view you view Randy Orton just to jump in a little bit. So mm-hmm. as a solid hand, sure. As a um as a as a worker, a wrestler who carved out like a legacy, mm-hmm. probably Hall of Fame worthy, at least if we're you know just gonna give no, our yeah, opinions. if we're being honest, yeah. But you feel as though he doesn't have any memorable, I guess, like I uh, nothing to identify with in a promo, a moment, like good matches, solid matches, but no moments that you can exactly. like exactly. If back we think to. of if we think of the guys of his era, right? We're talking John Cena's, we're talking Edge, we're talking even Triple H, Batista. You know what I mean? All these other guys who were like all the top dogs, along with Randy. Randy shit's the most forgettable to me, you know, like I understand like he has that. He, he also killed me many years ago when he started doing this where like he would, when he started doing that Viper shit, you know, when he'd like lay on the ground and it'd be too extra. It's like, I get it's a it. Viper. Yeah, no, like I get it. He's you don't a, have literally an have to be, snake. and you know, he's a fake ass Jake the snake. He's a dude. modern day like, Jake. You know I rank Orton. Like I love Randy Orton. He's definitely my top two or three favorite guys today. Probably over the last ten years, I've felt the same. Um, initially, I'm with you because your top two or three for the last ten years. Favorites, yeah. Ooh. Not not saying best, but favorites. Yeah. So the thing about it is, you kit you you said like the character development, like kind of get into that character, which I think is everything. Um, mm-hmm. For me, a guy who knows who he is out there is important because there's a lot of guys who go out there and pretend to be somebody else. And I do believe Randy Orton's motions, movements, words, even though maybe not like always eloquent and perfect. I like his cadence and promo style. Um, I'm with you on the fact that like the moments haven't always been there, but the matches I would, you know, if you get into a list and whatnot, like he's had a lot of really good matches. He's always been, I guess, positioned at the top, which mm-hmm. perception is reality. So like, he's always kind of fought. Like, I remember when they were doing the unification of the world titles, it was him and Cena. And it was like, you know, Orton's a big deal. Like they always painted him like a big deal. I bought into it. Call me a sheep, but um, I'm an Orton guy, Duke. What, where do you stand on the Randy Orton overrated, underrated or in the middle? Yeah, I'm probably in between you guys. Like, I I like Randy Orton today still like he is one of my top guys in the WWE but I'm very disenfranchised with that organization right now too um I completely get where Frank's coming from for sure like he was positioned from the moment he got there that he was going to succeed like he was one of their guys um overrated I don't think so but i can definitely see where he's coming from like like we said in the beginning this is all very subjective man sometimes sometimes things just don't click with you you know like that happens with me all the time there's a lot of current stuff that i'm like what am i missing you know but and and i want to point out with my overrated for randy too is also mm -hmm. the accomplishments right yeah yeah because like it's not he, like he's a one time, time. yeah right. exactly if he won the world title once yep. and he won a couple intercontinental yeah. titles you know and then he's probably not on my list 
Mm-hmm. but he's won it a dozen times. Sure. He's won everything you could win. You know yep. what I mean? Well, you know, in the WWE now, the career, Not, like, like sure. the, the lifespan has gone up to, you're there for 10, no, 12 years, yeah, you know? Definitely. So you're bound to. You know, and the game has changed where, like, a lot of these guys are now have 10 world titles when Hogan yep. didn't have half that, right? Right. Or whatever it is. I think Orton's but, coming up on 20 years with the WWE soon, which is mm-hmm. wild. Yeah, yeah. You know? and like, and I do think he's a veteran, and I do think he has things to offer, but in terms of just like when you look at the resume of accomplishments versus you look at the moments that he created and like there's going to be a lot of fans who grew up knowing nothing but randy orton right so for them this is going to be blasphemous you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. legend killer gimmick i mean you didn't get you did you so the thing uh, the only thing i will knock randy orton on is like the diamond cutter to me the delivery of the diamond cutter was way, way, way better when like Diamond Dallas Page did it. And Randy Orton's like, RKO out of nowhere. Like it's like a mm-hmm. worldwide phenomenon, even for yeah, non-wrestling fans. And it kind of bums me it's up. So odd to me. Yeah, yeah. Page's was like better and like more crisp and, you know. It's, right, that's... but like this is like Frank said, this is all that these kids know. Exactly. You know, they don't feel the need to go back. And I say it all the time, man. Wrestling existed before the fucking Attitude Era. Yeah. Go back and watch stuff before you you're you're goading these guys and part of his like diamond cutter that he does or whatever he calls it the rko that kills me is that like it's so like ddp used to have to work and like when he surprised you with it because it's because he worked toward that surprise Mm -hmm. where randy orton is like up kofi's jumping off the top rope you know he's gonna fucking catch it's a spot hits it yeah he just catches him in and it's just like oh and then they say it's the best rko ever yeah it's like i ever saw did a backflip and you have born remember yeah it's as usual they overkill it duke um do you have anyone that you feel is overrated maybe that you want to throw out our way all timer Anyone, yeah. My all-timer is the Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> lately, he's been appearing in our uh, comments. and uh, He has. And, like, the thing that gets my goat about the Honky Tonk Man is that he's the longest reigning intercontinental oh, champion of all time. And it's like, you look at the guys, even the guys just around that time. Mm-hmm. So, like, Macho Man beat tito santana mm-hmm. macho man lost to ricky the dragon steamboat and the honky-tonk man beats ricky the dragon steamboat right for the yeah. intercontinental title and then who holds it for honky it eventually for... drops it to ultimate warrior right who then drops it to well no he wins the title it's vacant mr perfect ends up winning it mr perfect drops it to brett it's not an intercontinental title history episode but you get my drift <laughs> You see all these names, yeah, and the honky tonk man is the guy. It's hard to wonder what Vince McMahon was thinking with, you know, first of all, the Elvis impersonator gimmick is like, it's so, um, it's like capped out. Like, how much can you do with that as a, you know, and a believe it or not, that was not the last time there was an Elvis impersonator right. gimmick in pro wrestling. Right. Shout out to Hall and Nash. <laughs> Shout out to the flying Elvises. Yeah, there we go. That's Peggy Sue, and you shouldn't be talking about her. You know, she's getting tired of it. She told a honky-tonk man long-distance information the other night. She said, honky-tonk man, you letting Gene Okerlund say things about me. I'm I'm, I'm going to get a hold of him. She said she's going to stuff her bobby socks down your throat. Honky-tonk man, I won't probably come to his full defense here, 
But mm-hmm. what I what I will say is, um, you know, heat is a thing. He was, a, you know, For obviously sure. like a hated yeah. villain in his time. And he got under people's skin, much like a guy who I know I respect and like that you guys loathe. And that's the Miz. And <laughs> now there's a Jesus. difference between like heel heat, I guess, and go away heat. So they say go you know, away heat. Yeah. But what he I would go away heat for but me, I was going to turn the channel Miz for sure for me. Yep. Help it. Sorry. I, I've grown to respect the Miz, but I was actually going to say like, oh, I, we know I thought that they were going to go with him the one year when he kept mentioning, I'm going to break honky tonks, man, uh, mm-hmm. man's record. I thought they were going to do it. I thought they were going to finally. Limit. I don't know if that, what would make me more mad. And I was going to ask you that. Which do you prefer? Which one do you want to hold? I definitely oh, prefer Honk. I definitely prefer Honk. And I'll tell yeah, you why. Me because too. I met yeah. him and he was super cool. Yeah. Super nice to me. You so know? what do you so think, like, Frank? What do you think? No, you I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't make sense. And for the belt too, that was like in WWF too, like the workman's belt. Yep. For like the longest reigning champion, you know, that's since been, you know, washed away. But the yep. longest reigning champion is the honky tonk man, you know, it's like, and oh, why it, has and like by been, a lot too, like why has lot. that been washed away? Like that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Why can't the intercontinental the title was yeah, still the like, workman's? Yeah, hopefully Gunther can bring that. Well, yeah, back, that's true. Gunther's the, probably been the best champion a while for me. Yeah, like I know yeah, good guys that, have had it, but right. Gunther seems to be having a good yeah. run with it. Yeah, respecting like the title. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. It, it feels that's one thing about Triple H's new thing, like the U.S. title and the intercontinental title. I feel like Very they've true. done a good job of like kind of establishing those. Do you think Honky is overrated, John Boy? Or are you good with where he's at? I don't think I think his intercontinental title reign is overrated mm-hmm. uh, and and uh it like I agree with you guys it's the workers title it should be that record should belong to Kurt Hennig or yep. Bret Hart or Shawn or Chris Michaels Jericho. Or, Chris or Chris Jericho, Jericho even I would time Christian Chris Jericho Christian there's so many guys we can name so um, many good guys but the so the but the overrated I will say this he's sort of one of those guys in the eighties. That's like synonymous with the characters, the eighties. Like he's, I'm not going to say a household name, but there's some people who like know him, his name, his uh, name has value. So the wrestler yeah. himself, but like, what does that mean at the end of the day? I, you know, they know not, him because no. he's Elvis though. You know right, what I mean? Like, right, really, right. You know, and it's real like... quick. Did you know, Frank, that the honky tonk man, when he debuted was a good guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw the discourse about this on our page. Yeah. <laughs> Head scratcher. Crazy. Like if yeah. you guys have time, if you're or whatever, everybody's always looking for something to watch. Uh wrestling challenge on Peacock. It's 1986. I just started watching it from the beginning. There's a lot of really interesting um like interactions, and you'll learn some stuff like honky tonk man is like cutting a promo on Paul Orndorf as a good guy. Hulk so Hogan wild. is giving him the endorsement as a good guy. Um, Funny. A wild. lot of cool stuff. If you're into old school stuff, I highly recommend Wrestling Challenge on Peacock. Just start at the beginning and go off because it's a I, lot of I fun. will. Yeah, I'll second yeah. that. And I and I recommend watching the TNTs to get yourself oh, some. Oh, yeah, super Get cool. yourself um, entertained there. And like we said before, like as the older we get, like we dive deep into the history and we want to be like we want to be historians. We want to know about all these guys because you know they're it's actually fascinating once you start to die look and it might like, not be as exciting see, but 
Yeah. And when we talk about this kind of stuff, like I'm not going to say guys are underrated or overrated that I don't know about, you know? Exactly. So like it's cool to go back. I mean, just since we've started, I've gone back. I watched so much wrestling and like old school stuff, man. I'm telling you guys, if you're if you're newer fans, like go back and dive into this stuff. You'll see, man, these guys were at the top for a reason. You're going to appreciate the nuances and you're going to appreciate yep. the, the the less is more approach. You know, just yep. try to try to keep an open mind. But I'm going to bring it back to the new school, though, uh, with a guy I think is overrated. It'll probably get me some some slack, some heat. You guys, I don't know where you'll stand. I feel like you might actually be somewhere near my side. But I like them. I know where you're going already. The overrated. Some people's stomachs. No, overrated <laughs> for me. Close. AJ Styles. Very okay. overrated. Oh, in, the, interesting. In, the, in the realm of modern pro wrestling, I know yeah. he's usually mentioned at the top. I just feel like um, he's a hell of an athlete, but I've never liked his sorry but like it, the, the voice the accent the promos it yeah. doesn't it, i don't feel like he's vicious as a heel and as a baby face it comes off sometimes like sort of like i don't know goofy um mm -hmm. i don't love his promo ability and as far as his matches like like i said super athletic i will say much like your randy orton point like i don't feel like aj styles has anything memorable that stands out to me moment wise and um, that's who I'm going to throw out there. What do you guys, I know you're fans, but how do you look at AJ? Not this dude. I've always thought AJ was overrated. Always okay. have, you know, and like, even from the TNA days when he was like there, the King over there, I remember buying, um, I don't remember the name of the event, but I bought the DVD. Cause everybody was like, Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles was like the match of the year, you know, and I didn't order the pay-per-view or whatever. So I bought the DVD and I remember watching and thinking, and you know, and I love Kurt and going, ah, oh, this, this, this is, this is not bad. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like, I don't think AJ Styles sucks by any means, mm -hmm. but he's just never, I don't see what's so special about him. Like Tooch said, no promos for me. Mm -hmm. There's not a promo that he's ever cut that I'll ever watch again. Like, <laughs> you know, on my own, of my own will. And then like, matches like does he have good matches yeah from time to time and other times i feel like he's just doing the same old aj style shit that he's been doing for 15 20 years you know and he's a guy who when you look at his lineage i might you know respect a lot for the type of wrestling i like a guy who was in ring of honor a guy who was in new japan a guy who like i did think his debut in wb was cool it was a moment Super you know and cool. i like yeah and i like kind of popped like oh shit they got aj yep. he, he, he was, was a pie like a, would you say like a pioneer as well for this new school would you say like he kind of led and ushered in this era where because i remember on wcw towards the tail end him and air paris air paris yep. were doing their thing and it yeah. was like whoa like this athletic yeah. sh flippy shit yep. but yeah um, yeah yeah what do you what like do you rank him do you think he's I guess amongst this modern times, like, is he, people will really say he's one of the greatest of all time period. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, and when you look at the accomplishments champion everywhere, you know, plus people think he has some of these great matches. So like he fits all the criteria, right. Of what, especially a modern day superstar, which you would want from them, but he just never did anything for me. You know, he just never did anything for me. Yeah. Duke, what do you think? Well, I think we have to be careful when we're talking about like the accomplishments and stuff, because like Seamus is a fucking first ballot Hall of Famer, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you talk about his uh, Royal Rumble, King of the Ring, U.S. title, 
Fucking We're going to get into Sheamus. Tag team title, <laughs> world title, WWE title, ECW title. Like, he's done it all. Um, AJ... We're going to get heat for one of our listeners for sure. Frank, you know him. Troy Wynn. Oh, yeah, Troy. He loves Shout out AJ. Troy. I haven't talked to Troy in yeah. years. Shout out. Shout out, Troy. Um, but he's he loves AJ. And, like, AJ's, yeah, like, I enjoy his matches and stuff, but I'm with you guys, like, as far as, like, the moments and stuff, like, not really memorable. The Royal Rumble, I remember. I was actually really excited for that. Yeah. He did a little thing with Roman. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. But like his promos, um, <laughs> our boy Mauer, uh, Shane Hagedorn, shout out. He calls me Vince McMahon because I don't like Southern accents. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking and that like, too about myself. Yeah. Yeah. AJ, like, look for the I'm right guy. You, it like, works, right? Like, yeah. It, it never works. <laughs> it never yeah. works for me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know that AJ's overrated. I don't, I don't know though. I don't like dive into like people's goat lists and stuff. Yeah. but I think well, well, he's me... tremendous. I agree with you. He's a tremendous athlete. He wouldn't be on my greatest of all time list. So. Ducks that clothesline. AJ Styles the king rod of press. Yeah. Oh, he dropped him. He dropped him. He dropped him. Hangs on. Back Styles off momentarily. AJ second oh. row. Oh man. Oh, when I think of it, it's like, you know, WrestleMania, okay? Like, I'm yeah. thinking, like, damn, they're going to waste a match on AJ Styles, meaning I don't mm -hmm. want him to face anyone. Right, There's not right, a feud right. or a match I yeah, am interested like him in and him having. Yeah, and like had a chance at WrestleMania, and it was not very memorable. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's right. a bummer. So. Well, underrated, uh, you know, I'm going to probably be more geared towards some of, you know, names from yesteryear, but I'm going to let you mm -hmm. guys start for this little roundabout uh, underrated, a little bit more, you know, optimism on uh, on our lists here. Frank, who do you think maybe in the uh, the history or the wrestling business or even the current day, do you have anyone that you feel is underrated and underappreciated? Well, a guy who I know we all love, so... I don't know if we'll all agree. Well, we probably will agree that he's underrated. Um, is William Regal. Interesting. I think, yeah, I think severely underrated. And not just because he could wrestle, right? Because we know he can wrestle. But the thing about Regal was he could do anything you ask him for. And we see it now on Dynamite. Because when he comes out and he's just on commentary. Yeah. Or when he debuted and he had that moment slapping the Moxley in the face or whatever it was. Yeah. Or anytime he has to cut a promo or like a video package. You know, he's he's all there. And I, you guys might remember when he was like, Remember when he was having that moment when it looked like he, as the he GM, the he was king of the fight. ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he beat Punk right in that tournament. He did beat or Punk in the final. Yep. And the final yep. was him and Punk. And yep. like, he looked like, I remember maybe even talking mm. to Duke, like, Regal might get a fucking world title yep. shot. You know, and like, he might get the world title. And then whatever happened, it, you know, he had issues. Yeah. It, it didn't yep. work out. Right. But he was a guy that, like, you watch some of those old WCW matches, and he, not only can he work you, but like, he'd have moments where, He's beating the shit out of God, then apologizing. I'm so sorry. I can't help it. You know what I mean? But then he's smashing a guy and it all looks legit. It feels yeah, legit. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I think he's a guy that had it all. But for yep. whatever reason, and I think it's partially because at the time, he was kind of like a very plain British guy trying to make mm -hmm. it in American television with all these exciting personalities around him that he didn't get that opportunity because like he won all those mid card titles, you know, he yeah. had a lot of, he has a lot of accomplishments, but he's a guy that just doesn't get 
that respect on his name like he deserves. And like when he made that debut in AEW, my buddy was, we were watching the pay-per-view together and I popped so hard and he didn't know who he was. You know, right. he didn't know who he was. And like, he was a WCW fan. And it's like, that's a shame. Wow. You know? Cause like, that's a shame because Regal is so good. You know, like, well, let everything. me ask you just to cut you off because um, yeah. I'm, I'm not uh, disagreeing with you because I, yeah, yeah. what I think with this one, it's tricky because I feel like William Regal is underappreciated, but on the, on the same token, I talked about it at the top. Like sometimes we talk about guys so much being underrated that, I'm not saying he's overrated by any means, but like, I think he's starting to get the credit, like the respect after the fact, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. don't you feel like in a lot of circles that people are like, yo, William Regal is the shit was the shit. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But historically, I just think when we look at his career, they missed out, right? Like they missed out on like, you can't, put regal in the same category as a lot of these top top guys and i yep. think he probably should have been because if you he know, had the accomplishments like, yeah, right exactly yeah like if he got if, if he got like if that shit would have worked out with him in wwe when he won the king of the ring and all that maybe we're not having this conversation because maybe he wins the world title and then crazy. he has a little run you know what i mean like we don't know but like that's why i say he's underrated yeah people yeah. are you know like giving him his flowers today you know mm-hmm. and like and and i think he's reaching a whole new audience with his aw shit because he has a podcast now as well and people are listening oh. to him and like realizing oh you know this guy does know what he's talking about and he's funny he's funny but he could be deadly serious you know mm-hmm. and like he just his range has just, always been very oh my impressive God, he's just so good so good yeah. that i think he's underrated ultimately because i think if you ask anybody under 25 like hey what do you think of William Regal? They probably don't have much to say. Yeah, that's like That's why I say he's underrated. And that's why they need to go back and watch. But dude, yeah. Yeah, you, I think where... that's like, that's kind of how I approached it as well. Like the, not that people don't know he was good, but like yeah. he could have been a lot better. That makes sense. Given yeah. the chance, right? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. yeah. And I completely If agree. you put him in that top spot yep. with guys, you know, because yeah. like, look at it, how Eddie Guerrero took it and ran with it. Look how yep. Benoit even. Yeah. Benoit yep. couldn't talk for shit, but he took yep. it and ran with it. Exactly. Regal and what's interesting is Regal runner. was more of what the WWE would have wanted as far as yeah. the guy's promos are, in my opinion, like usually flawless. Yeah. Um, and Duke, just real quick. Uh, what yeah. do you think with Regal? Because, you know, we, we, for me anyway, I became a fan of his much, much later. I always knew who he was, mm-hmm. but I thought WCW Steven Regal was like, just kind of, um, he told the line between like prissy, fancy pants, heel. But then when I saw him, like, you know, start to get ruthless, yeah, I started to respect him and appreciate him. Were and you, he was just, were you always um, in on Regal? Yeah. I mean, he was, I always liked wrestlers, yeah. you know, and he was just an unbelievable wrestler. It's not to say that I would like cheer for him because he's fighting Sting. Of course, I'm going to cheer for Sting, you know, but like I do think that he could have he should have been bigger than he was, you know, like he'll probably go to the Hall of Fame, I'm sure. Right. Like, yeah, like work after the fact yeah. and all that. He yeah. should have been first bout Hall of Fame. You know, especially yeah. like Frank said, he was right there, man. He was at that precipice, and unfortunately, it didn't work out. I have a wonderful knack of getting myself into a lot of trouble. But to the people who really know, I've always been a second-to-none world-class technical wrestler. I am going to compete with every drop of violent venom that I've got left. I'm just going to throw some AEW underrated currently on the roster. 
I'll just give you five and you can talk about them because I have a lot. So number one, I think Ethan Page is at the top of my list. Yeah. Brody King, Dax Harwood, Santana, and The Butcher are my top five underrated AEW guys. I think everybody else is pretty much like where they should be yeah. on the on the thing on the roster. But like, mm-hmm. you know, tonight on um Dynamite, you got Ethan Page out there with like Morrissey and Lee Moriarty and the ass boys. Yeah. And it's like he doesn't need them, man. Yeah. Like Stokely. he can talk. He can it bummed work. me out he's... seeing him come out and it's like he's in another crew. Yeah, he doesn't dudes. need it's like, you don't need he doesn't need to no, be in a crew. He's proven like by himself, whenever he talks, people are like, damn, that was a really good promo. Yeah. You know, like so um a very good one a few months ago. Yeah. That uh remember Frank and I oh, we, yeah. we were we were like, wow, that was inc- yeah. like incredibly good promo. Yeah. Um yep. if we can if you don't mind, I'm gonna just go at, like Absolutely. with with uh just I won't go all five there, but the Ethan Page fully, fully in agreement with him. He seems like he's almost being mishandled like i don't know how old he is maybe somebody can tell me i think he might even be close to 30 or in his 30s but mm-hmm. he's a guy that they might want to be careful they don't wait too long with him because i think he has a lot to give and yeah, i think he, he could do it now oh you know? yeah he can yeah. if you want to know about ethan page if he's if he can go or not watch tna and watch his um his tag team stuff with josh alexander yeah he can yeah. go yeah, I feel no, and like I that. meant he could go to WWE. Oh, and yes, and have he's 32, success. by the way. You know way. what I mean? I yeah, you know, like 32, he's a guy. Man. Come on, 32. Yeah, he's a guy that's not like an AW original, right? So, like, he doesn't have necessarily this uh claim to that company where he has yeah. to be there. He could go to WWE and if Triple H and this new vision of the program, he might be able to do something. I think he's, he might be a better know. fit over there, honestly. Could, I, I, he I really... can talk. He can work. He's got the look. What's he missing? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. should go. He should go knock on Tony Khan's door and say, hey, what am I missing, man? Yeah, like, yeah, man, because I, I don't get on. it. And I think a lot of the viewers are, are in the same boat because tonight's promo, when they got to him, they went down the line introducing the members. And when they got mm-hmm. to him, I heard the crowd swell. Like I heard yep. them like, oh, yep. so. Um, and it's not to disrespect the other guys. He just doesn't need a group. No, he doesn't need it. You know? Yeah, exactly. He Scorpio Scott needs own. people, right? Yeah. Scorpio Sky he needs, needs somebody people. to Morrissey talk to him. needs people. Yeah, and I liked like... them together, even Sky and him for, yeah, for, yeah, for what it was. And Dan Lambert. And that's just, I don't know if I missed it, but it felt off the f- to touch on some off. of your other guys real quick we yeah. already kind of yeah. talked about brody king yeah. and like he i think i think he's gonna get his you yeah. know so like i'm not so worried yet with mm-hmm. brody king yeah. where like a similar guy like brody that you mentioned is the butcher and the butcher i fuck with i think the butcher is yep. super cool but i wonder how much of the butcher's um underappreciation is due because he's gone so much with his band you know like yeah He's he he leaves so often and for mm-hmm. these periods and he's not this young guy either so like he needs he doesn't have like a long run so I do think he's underrated but I wonder how much that is his own doing you I know? think he could be a singles heel like yeah. I mean a throwback did like, you nasty guys see heel. when he fought Moxley oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah like that was cool. awesome and against yeah. Darby cool. Allen he had a really good match yeah. yeah I remember I I, I think that um he has it's funny because like he's so like. He's like balding and like yeah, yeah. He's kind of he weird looking, cool but he shit. he yeah, has he looks... it. 
Yeah, he has he that. From day one, I was on, in yeah, on him. I didn't. I, I remember seeing him debut, the Butcher and the Blade debut, and I was yep. like, I don't know if this guy could fucking wrestle. Yeah, but I'm a fan. Looks cool. Shit. And you know, monocle. it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he, it's cool because he doesn't look like everybody else. And yeah, and not in a way where it's like Kevin Owens baggy basketball shorts. You know, <laughs> it's like he actually is wearing ring gear still. Shout like out the Mortis. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Butcher looks like a fucking wrestling and the thing mm-hmm. about the butcher's gear too is like he'll change it like dramatically and i'm like i fuck with that too yeah he'll wear white pants oh i like that yeah, yeah. he comes you know I mean? out he'll with wear, the, you know uh, whatever he's wearing the I'm like, he looks cool. on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i nah, love those, all that those are all good um honestly and they're all you know hopefully still going to be able to break that mold of like underrated but go ahead Frank. and I, one last thing on duke's list santana i think santana's like a world champion yep. type you know, yep. and it's like I think he I, could be. Yeah, it's unfortunate he's hurt right now. Hopefully, yep. he could come back and be his old self. But like, I think he's like a world champion level guy. Yep. And we've right talked about we've all fucking you know talked about Dax Harwood. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say yeah. I don't want to gloss over yeah. the yeah. other guys on your list because I do agree with Santana. He he really does scream star, and especially if they're looking for a young. Like Hispanic star. I, I don't feel know like he wants it. Like I feel yeah, like when yeah, he yeah, come yeah. out, like he wants it, you know. And he can deliver on the mic. I've seen him go toe to toe with Chris Jericho in a, oh, a, a yeah. promo. But um, I did not want to gloss over Dax. We've talked about him a lot on this podcast, uh, on all of our episodes. I Dax like, is the but... only one I'll disagree with you. As I was going to say that, yeah, yeah you yeah. feel like he's good where he's at. Yeah, not that he's, he's getting good where he's due. at, but I think he's getting yeah. that love. I think everybody mm-hmm. kind of knows, like, yo, this is the fucking guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, he's forced us all. Well, yeah. we like liked him, but I feel like the the masses are like, yo, I buy this guy as maybe a potentially like a singles star. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been on. You know, every you you mentioned earlier, like how you want to get on things early, but like it's nothing like I want to be on it early. I'm just honest. I like the revival from day day one. Yeah, because they remind me of the Brain Busters, and then yeah. I was like, oh shit, this guy's actually really good. And now in AEW, it's even been more evident. Like I feel like it's might be outrageous to some people. I feel like he could be a main event star. Like he has, isn't it crazy all, for like a non-body yeah, guy? He has all the tools. Sometimes, sure, the little ball guys got yep, it, man. Yep, you know, like it. Arn Anderson had it. That's true. No, Dax. I think they. Once again, I hope they don't miss miss out on that because I think they got a a star there. Um, so I'm I'm gonna keep it sort of. Well, I'm gonna go old school here actually, and I'm gonna steal both your heat probably with my underrated at least okay. my first one because I know he's probably we didn't we did not share our lists for the record, but mm-hmm. one of my favorite wrestlers, such a short cup of coffee in the business, depending on how you look at it, at least in the in the United States part, he had a, a nice run in Mexico. Ah, you son of a bitch, Vampiro, Damn, El Vampiro, yep. Canadian say, <laughs> look. I mean, we because I wanted to bring him up early, so we give him his proper attention here, and he is on my list. But can we just talk about how what could have been with Vampiro? Because first of all, he had the Sting feud, which created moments. Talk about it, like in that little bit of time, there were so You're many so moments. Weak. You're so old. You're so whack. Yes, some <laughs> of the pro, some of the promos, some of the back and forth was awesome. But we don't know what happened. You hear stories like whether it was like you know 
drugs or whatever or attitude or lack of passion i heard eric bischoff say some stuff like and i love bischoff but he's just like i didn't get it i didn't get it and you're just like well if just because you didn't get it like right you fucked up bro because vampiro what you get dude it's what the kids watch and get yep you know yeah like vampiro would have touched all those kids yeah. So what what do you think? Let's uh <laughs> yeah. let's let's rephrase that. Yeah, well Vampiro <laughs> in a positive light. <laughs> yeah, um, he would have emotionally connected with the the crowd. I know you guys were super fans of Vampiro and we always still we still talk about him often. You Frank know? and I are Frank and I are such big fans that we shared a <laughs> a New Year's Eve yep. by watching a shoot interview with Vampiro. Yeah, that, that was our big shoot. New Year's Eve. Yeah, how many how I many lies? It, how many lies did he tell on that? In that shoot all of them. It was in, it was entirely lies. All but, of them. Yeah, yeah, all of them. We he were like we after so long during <laughs> he, that thing. Like he everything he out said, of a building or something. Yeah, broke his oh, back. Broke his back and his neck. He has <laughs> thousands of students worldwide at his Krav yep. Maga. Krav Maga. Yep. Dude, it's he, like, bro, how do you have time to do all this shit? We watched a three-hour shoot interview of Vampiro. It's just me and Duke, my mom's house. Drinking coquito, I made tremendous. By the just, way, just chilling. This you know? man, his coquito making skills. Because Frank was like, "Yeah, I made coquito," and I'm like, "All right, like you know, Frank <laughs> yeah. made it." And then I drink it. I'm like, "Holy shit, dude!" Yeah, bro. So Compliments. Frank can actually make coquito. If you wanted to know, no, you but- should enjoy it over a Vampiro shoot interview too. Yes, it makes it better. Absolutely. Um, I think the problem with Vampiro was that WCW was at the end of its days, really. Yeah. When he got to become relevant there, you know, because yeah. well, I think too, like Bischoff said, he didn't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that happens all too often. Vince doesn't yeah. get, or Vince didn't get Bray Wyatt. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's not still there. Well, you remember um, in that little short span of time I was talking about, like Vampiro, I believe, like he scored a, a pinfall victory over Hogan, I believe. Hogan, yeah. He had a feud with Hogan Sting, yep. um, which was very memorable. They had a lot of, they had like a graveyard battle. Like they were doing the yep. cool ass promos. I felt like, man, like, okay, the Sting is Sting. But like, if you would have gave him programs and I wish Vince McMahon could have got his hands on like, you know, maybe not him, somebody back in the- I don't like, think Vince was interested, man. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened. Why, uh, you know, he never ended up. He in had Gangrel, you know. He had right. Gangrel. He's like, I got my. Which was a totally different thing, cooler. right? Like, yeah, for sure. Awesome ass, but we know how Vince thinks, right? He goes, he's a vampire. He's a vampire. I'm good. Yep. I got. Vampire. Yo, you know what's funny about Vampiro too is like, I think we're gonna all agree. Like, he wasn't even a good talker. Like, no, nope. you know, the way he delivered his words was like he was like rushing through his promos, or like it was <laughs> like, you know what, dude, like sometimes you can get we could because we talked about aj's like we kind of buried his promos but like vampiro i don't know what it was maybe once again he believed what he was so we believed what he was you do know what it is though he had it it you know he had it yeah he just looked at him and you're like this fucking guy is cool comes down to the ring with the fucking misfits yeah you know like and just like the face pain and like the tattoos and the weird hair you know he was just like he was unlike anybody else that was around yeah and like and 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 people would say like his face paint was like sting like but it wasn't if you look at him you know it was just like it was his own thing yep it was so cool and then he did like powerful moves because he was kind of like a big guy he wasn't like yeah. a small dude he was no. like a big man you know so he would like, he moved like a cruiserweight but he's yeah, a big dude big dude yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's like 
yeah, he no, would tower was... over a lot of these guys now. Like it would oh, be yeah. interesting oh, to yeah, see sure. him, you know, next to he'd be like a heavyweight now, super heavyweight uh, for sure. He'd be like Luchasaurus, right? You know, who's like right. Luchasaurus is like the yeah, big this dude monster, and like, yeah, yeah, and it's like nah, he's Vampiro's height. Sting, I heard your screams. I drew and tasted and felt your blood. Scorpion death drop coming. Vampiro trying to fight it off. WCW runs through my veins. Well, I wanted to touch on Vampiro's brother in paint, Sting, because that's someone who's been mentioned in our overrated. Now, comments. hold on. Is I'm, that just mentioned by Zern only? Because, like, I think someone else, one or two, chimed in, and I believe Frank was also guilty of agreeing really, with, with, uh, yeah. I, I don't I mean to set to. you up for what the, you know, maybe this is not next on your Man. list, but it, it, we got to bring it up. Sting, overrated. We could just talk about Sting in general, right? Because I was never. A Sting fan, other than mm-hmm. the Crow, other than in the bleachers, mm-hmm. wondering what the fuck is gonna happen. I was all in on that story, but he's a guy whose matches just didn't do it for me personally. This is like in retrospect, like I watch some matches and you see great stuff and you mm-hmm. see him carrying, but like you talk about a guy even to this day in AEW, and I love AEW death. When he cuts a fucking promo. Or like whenever he's added to it, I'm just like, get this fucking old dude out of here. Like he feels so out of place. And I feel like when I'm watching old uh, like Nitro, I'm watching like the first couple years of Nitro and Sting is all over the place. Every time he talks, I'm like, this guy is such a dork who doesn't sound tough at all, you know, but he's beating the guys. And I just think he's overrated in general as like when people think of like the all-time greats and they, they point to Sting. And I just don't think he was as good as any of these other, like technically as other guys, I don't think his promos are quite as good as these other guys, mm-hmm. you know? And for me, it just didn't never connected until he was the crow. And that was cool. But even when that whole thing like fizzled out and they botched the Hogan match, I was kind of out on sting after that too, you know? So sort of, that's why I say sting. I like the, I like the vampiro shit though. I will go back. I, I did enjoy that, st- that mm-hmm. time, but. Well, I want to, I want to, I want to give my two cents on sting, but I want to let uh, Duke, I know you're more of a stinger than even me. Um, Cause I, you know, I'm a WWF guy and I do love sting, but not as much as you. So if we could for a minute, I'll allow you the time. Just, can you, could you explain why the idea that Sting is overrated might be blasphemous? Well, I think, you know, once again, it's subjective. Like, if he didn't resonate with Frank, that's fair. Or you Cern, know, like, or And I agree um, with the promo stuff, but, like, I thought his promos were funny, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, but when Hogan went to the NWO, he's like, Hulk, you told the fans to stick it. No, you stick it, Hulk. <laughs> you <laughs> but- stick it. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, that, like, that would kill but that's me. That's like you funny know? to me, yeah, you know. Yeah, like yeah. and like, once again, we talk about the it factor all the time. He had it for me, like as a as a kid. Like when I first saw him way back in UWF, like Mid South Wrestling, I was like, "Holy shit, this dude's cool," mm-hmm. you know. And then when he got to the NWA and like started doing shit with Flair and stuff, I'm like, "Damn, this dude's awesome," you know. And like. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's fair for people to not 
if something doesn't resonate with somebody, it doesn't resonate. Yeah, no, we're we're picking on like the yeah. idea to call someone overrated. I'm I just, personally yeah. don't think he's overrated. I don't. I wouldn't say he's the greatest wrestler of all time, mm-hmm. but I do think that he's definitely had moments that I can think of, et cetera. That so if I someone love. says, yo man, like here's my, my top 10 or the 10 best wrestlers of all time. It stings on that mm-hmm. list. Are you going to like, be like, bro, are you crazy? Or are you going to be like, Oh, I could see no, that. No, I'm going to, I'm going to be excited that yeah. somebody enjoyed sting as much as I did. Yeah. You know? And I was just going to say really quick for me, um, like 1991 got into wrestling. Bret Hart was my guy pretty much automatically. I started to read the magazines, you know what I'm saying? PWI or whatever. And I saw Sting doing the Scorpion Deathlock. I thought he ripped it from Brett. I instantly didn't yeah. like Sting because I was like, yeah. yeah, I don't like this guy. But um, yeah. the face paint got me, you know, and once I actually watched WCW the early days, I would catch him and I was like, yeah, like he's wild. He's charismatic. Like I was definitely in on Sting. Once he became Crow, though, I was like, this dude's super duper cool. I will agree. Like yep. his promo style didn't match the visual of this thing yeah like, you know yeah, what i'm saying exactly. so i hear especially what when he went to that. the dark phase yeah right darker that's why he didn't talk at all pro- sometimes right yeah 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 probably talk too probably. much as Wolfpack. oh yeah yeah I, talk too much then but whatever that's a I, I i've kind of struck that from my memory the Wolfpack sting but um i think like overrated underrated is the conversation i don't think he's overrated i think he's properly rated because mm-hmm. he is the icon of wcw if you if i say frank or anyone wcw who's the top three guys you're i guarantee you stings in the top two or three you mentioned and like that's saying something for such a you know like a, 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 a company that had a legacy and uh the lineage that wcw had so i think he's properly rated um is he in my top 20 favorites no 25 probably not even but i do mm-hmm. have a lot of love for sting i think the older i get once again i appreciate um the character of sting and and i don't hate sting either yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah. like i he just for me it was never yeah. like the thing you know yeah, other fair. than like a two-year period as the yeah. crow paper, yeah probably you know do you have um just keep it moving with Frank. Do you have an overrated that you'd like to add? To well, the what list? about you? Did you didn't tell us yours, did you? Well, I. Well, this I, is overrated. We're, we're going back kinda, to overrated. Yeah, we kind of talked about. Okay. Um, we were talking about underrated for me was Vampiro. So then yeah, I was going to yeah, okay. go into uh, overrated topic. Real I'm actually going to switch gears a little bit and go into the women's category of pro wrestlers for my overrated and underrated. Actually, nice. And overrated is super predictable. You guys know it. Becky Lynch. Come at me, bro. Becky Lynch, to me, is the most overrated woman wrestler maybe ever, ever, period. Not even just like, I think she's a little overrated. I think she's the most overrated point blank, period. Don't think she's anything special in the ring. Don't think she could cut a promo to save her fucking life. Uh, Don't get like any of like the gimmicks that she's like tried, tried throughout yeah. you know when it was the steampunk girl then you know the Nyla, Nyla breaks her face and all of a sudden she's the toughest person on earth because she got her face broken yeah I'm, I'm um, I don't know how that works yeah you know um I didn't like <laughs> that uh, the what she came back with after she had her baby um whatever that was called it was a big, big, time, big bex. time bex yeah big time bex that, that maybe was the worst that was hard to watch yeah, and actually i didn't watch been, it <laughs> yeah that may have been the worst run 
of her career as far as I'm concerned, character-wise. Um, she was always one of those girls that I remember years ago talking with you guys about her and like thinking like she works hard, you know, like I want to like get behind her because like I do think she cared, especially this was steampunk Becky days, you know, mm -hmm. and it was like Charlotte and Sasha were getting all the love, even Bailey to an extent. And then there was Becky who always seemed like the odd one out of the group. But in retrospect, it's rightfully so. I think yeah. she's the worst not, of the bunch. Yeah, nearly as good as all of them, but she's the biggest name, you know? And so like when I didn't want to shit on Sting too much because I don't hate him, but Tucci brought up like how so when you think of like the WCW and you think of the top guys, you think of Sting. But when we think of the women's revolution of wrestling, a lot of people will point to Becky as the girl, you know what yep. I mean? Like that is the thing. And like, so I, so I will add that, but I didn't want to shit on Sting too much, but People will say that about Becky too. And it's just, I couldn't disagree more with those people. Mm. I think I, I think she's extremely lucky. If Nyla doesn't break her face, cause she's a reckless mess. It was, yeah, yeah. it was Nyla. Becky, Jax. I, yeah. Becky Jax probably, or whatever, what would I yeah. say? Nyla. I'm saying Nyla Rose. Yeah. 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 Um, right. Yeah, yeah. I think Ni the same Nia thing though. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah Nyla, Nyla, Nyla Jax. Jax. Forgive me. Yeah. But like, if she doesn't break her face, cause she's just like, you know, so reckless and sloppy in there. This whole Becky thing, I don't think ever happens. And I don't think Vince ever gives a fuck about her to put well, her in the main event. We're we're probably all going to sort of agree on this one. I'm not yeah. even going to play devil's advocate on it. But I will ask you guys, and I'll let you make the point, Duke, about Becky Lynch. But it goes back to, like, believe who you are out there, right? Like, if you believe it, we'll believe it type of thing. I don't think she's known who she is nope. yet. And it's like... Mm -hmm. All right, man. Like, if you don't know, then if I don't you don't know. know by the time you're 30 who you are in wrestling, like it's a wrap, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, like good for her for going out and doing a Conor McGregor impression. Yeah. That's another <laughs> and thing, wearing yeah. ridiculous clothing every week. Like, good mm -hmm. for her, man. Like, but I completely agree with you, Frank. Yeah. Like, completely overrated. Like, can I can I ask you though, like with the Becky Lynch man gimmick and when they built it up, and I know she main evented WrestleMania. And um, did you feel like, hold on, mm -hmm. just let this sink in for a minute. Mm -hmm. CM Punk didn't main <laughs> yeah. event WrestleMania, yeah. but Becky Lynch did. Yeah. Go on, John. Continue. Man, that's just, yeah, that's, that has my head spinning, but it's like when she was on that run, um, did you ever feel at any point that it was stone cold like, because I just want to, I'm going to let you, you know, get, get on yeah. me about it. I'm not saying it was, but no, 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 she, I know. She, she fucking stunned Steve Austin during, during like a raw, it was like, Ew. She, she had shared the ring with the rock. He went back and forth with her and had like a little promo battle. Like they oh really, Dude, I was there. Her yeah, on, I was there. They put Where her on really? the That's level. Right. They put her on the level, and once again, perception is reality. Usually, they put her on this level with these guys, and at no point did I feel like I was watching history or like something monumental. Did you? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's laughable to me. Yeah, that, like because I remember years back, you text me. I really wasn't paying attention every week, and you were texting me. I remember where I was because you text me, Daniel Bryan. Um. He's really like he's having like an Austin moment, and I remember like being like this fucking guy saying Brian Danielson. I said that. Yeah, you said. Oh that, yeah, I'm know? good. I'm I'm always <laughs> crowning something. No, yeah. no, no. But you weren't wrong, right? Like my point is, you weren't wrong about that. I remember watching that Raw when he's on top of the cage, and the whole fucking place is going, yes, yes. Oh, was yes. that with the Wyatts? 
May he was on top been, of the cage and yeah, he, he was the whole just on crowd. Top, did, the whole crowd was with him. And I remember getting like goosebumps. And I was sitting at my work and I remember like looking at that and being like, oh, he might be right. This is like an Austin like moment. Then they tried to do the same shit with Becky. And it was like, are you out of your Forced, fucking right? mind? Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's, and I hate that. And it happens a lot with like maybe the last 10 years, especially of WWE programming, yeah. is where like they try to force these moments onto you. Like, like you're not Looking really, at the crowd. yeah, exactly. You know, like they're trying to make you believe that this is some big shit that you're watching, even if you don't feel like it ever is. Right. So that's not what I feel like happened with Becky. And it's like, dude, I just never got it. When they were saying like her and, um, I don't know if it was Charlotte or whoever was like her rival or like they're like the new rock in Austin. It's like, are you out of your fucking mind? They were trying. so crazy. Duke, I want to let you speak on Becky Lynch. But as you are, um, I'm going to just toss my overrated into the conversation because it's all relevant. And it's mine is Bailey. I I would I wanted to throw her name in only because once again, the, the you know, the fans have really built her up from her NXT run, which was fun for what it was but like since then like she's unbearable to listen to in her promos the character the heel especially like it's turned the channel it's that stuff you never want like so with between becky lynch bailey um do you feel like either one of them are getting like unwarranted you know slander here on the pod or are you kind of in the same boat no, um, <laughs> I think I'd rather watch Bailey over Becky Lynch for sure. I for for so me, too. Becky Lynch, I changed the channel. She's completely unbearable. Um, I I liked Becky in NXT as like the hugger type girl. Um, yeah, yeah, Bailey, you mean? Yeah. What did yeah. I say, Becky? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like Bailey and Sasha, I say all the time. That's my favorite women's match ever at NXT Takeover. Um, but yeah, she's this new group. I for, I don't even know what they're called. They gave them a name this week. Control her and creative control. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Yeah, it's, control or something. Yeah, uh, I mean they're not good. Like, listen, man. All due respect, Dakota Kai got fired. Like, yeah, there's a reason you get fired, right? Like, yeah, you're just not good. It's it's no offense. Like, not everybody can do this, man. You know, like right. And yeah. I think EO Sky is the only one out of the group that I would ever care to watch a match with. Agreed. So I completely agree with you about Bailey. I liked Bailey as like the good guy babyface, but right, which we needed. We needed like a little yeah, this like know, but... Karen, like right. I don't know Dude, what she's that's what it feels to be. like. It's Karen yeah, to like me. It's like, like Karen, why is that entertaining so... to me? And that's like yeah, it's it's, it's not like the lady here we are here. trashing yeah. it, right? And you know, like, you know what I want to bring up really quick because um I was watching some old school like heart foundation some shit and it was like jim the anvil they were heels and anvil was doing this laugh right and it was like you know the anvil's laugh everybody knows the yeah, anvil's yeah, laugh yeah. <laughs> DB- yeah, yeah baby db yeah db he he had a laugh right there's a couple mm-hmm. other guys so i was starting to wonder like it was a it's an ongoing theme with like the the heels laughing and like having an annoying mm-hmm. laugh and maybe it makes you hate them but it's somewhere along the lines like the 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 bailey and the seth rollins laughs like that shit is so unbearable and cringy. Yeah, it's cringe. Like, yeah. cringe. Yeah. What? What did they want me to like? Not watch? Like when Bailey did that laughing thing, like the ding dong, whatever that what dumb shit hell, is. Man. It's like who green lights that? Who yeah. allows that to go on their television? And is that I'll modern day heel? Then, heat? Like, is this what heel heat? I'll is? say this, and then you guys can talk about it because I'm not even going to talk about these women any longer. Like, I just 
can't stand them. <laughs> the four horse women, uh-huh. the two that are the best aren't on TV right now. Yeah, it's the fact. one's a like fact. modeling and one is I don't know where she is. So, yeah. well, I got Ronda Love, but we'll we'll get no, into no, that. No, 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 the four horse women of NXT. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, you because yeah. you know there was also yeah, yeah, she yeah, did yeah. her four horse women yeah. too. Yeah, my bad. So got like Sasha is doing like modeling right now apparently. Gotcha. And Charlotte's doing whatever she's doing. Yeah, easily my two favorite as well. And two of my favorite women uh, wrestlers of all time. Exactly. Period. No doubt about it. Um, The Charlotte Charlotte hate too is crazy to me, but whatever. Well, you know, that's what happens when you're really good. (laughs) Right. It happens when you're the best. I mean, I'm sorry. Or the greatest of all time. I'll say it. She, to me, for sure. Do you have a uh, overrated you want to throw into the the combo, Duke? Um... Let's see. If well, you, if you care to current, currently overrated. Sure. Is Sammy Guevara. <laughs> I don't get it. I right. don't understand why this guy is even sniffing a world title tournament. I think he's a tremendous athlete, but I think he looks like a fucking Instagram kid that takes yeah. selfies. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Here's the thing. Maybe I'm wrong. This yeah. is so one I, of those things where it's all subjective, and sometimes I just don't get it. I don't fucking get Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. I could never see him again, and my life would be great. So we're usually on the same you know, spectrum, I guess, with overrated, underrated, or like who we like, who we don't like. I'd say 75 to 80% in agreement, usually. There's a couple guys, though, that I know we, we disagree on big time. One is The Miz. The other one is Sammy Guevara, and for me... I actually like Sammy Guevara, the the baby face. I thought he was cool for the kids. Like he was like, he does these, these big spots, which I'm, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the spot fest shit, but I think he brings like an exciting, unpredictable element with his athleticism. And I did think the rub from like Jericho's crew when they were all in the crew together, um, I was starting to believe him. And I know he's also pitched as a pillar of AEW. So I'm a guy that like came into AEW, like maybe a little bit after it kind of got started. So I was like, Oh, Sammy Guevara must be a big deal. Let me. So the thing about it is I, I actually don't think he's overrated. I think he's properly rated because I think he's young. He's got a future. His mic skills are, are absolutely brutal. And I know that's part of the game, but it's like, he does bring that wow factor. Don't do it, Sammy. Sammy perched on the top of that ladder. Don't do it. No fear from Sammy Guevara. Oh! When I watch AEW, I watch it, you know, like a strange way because like my WWF love runs deep. And I look at it like, you know, if they were starting from the beginning with this company and if it were me, like, I would want guys at the intercontinental level. I wouldn't want them at the world title. And I like that they defined like Sammy as like a, you know, he's an intercontinental level guy with Darby Allen. And they like established him as a really solid middle of the card guy. And I was like, oh, like I kind of like what they're doing with him. Like he goes out and has these exciting, you know, matches, spots. Um, yeah. I also feel like Cody made me really like Sammy Guevara more than I should have because they had their, you know, interaction yeah. and stuff like I that. I that. So, you know, my point I, I is, say Sammy, go ahead, I'll let you finish, sorry, Frank. No, 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 do you I'm think sorry, he's overrated no. or underrated? I do or? think he's overrated, and I think the problem with Sammy, too, that yeah, I think he gets go-away heat, 
and he takes it as proper heat that a wrestler wants to generate and then he runs with it and it's like no dude people don't want to see you mm-hmm. and that wasn't Mello. always the case though right there was a there was a brief moment jaded where people, fans turned on yeah him. yeah yeah but not not that they're jaded they saw the light you know and it's like they saw the truth and they're like oh this guy actually is unbearable because there was a yeah. moment where AEW fans were defending every AEW talent right and then it's like they got a big enough roster it's like we don't have to do that anymore and we can see shit for what it really is and it's like oh this guy is the most fucking annoying they turned on him as a baby face you know what I mean like we can't act like oh he's just an asshole and that's why the fans are turning no 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 he was supposed to be with the love of his life and the fans were booing him the fuck out of the building that Tony Khan was like, all right, we have to, we have to navigate this some way and just make you this unbearable heel, but it's not even heel because he could say something positive on Twitter and it's like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear you talk. You know, it's go away heat. Well, I don't know how you define heat anymore because I think (laughs) when we were younger, like go away, heat might've been a thing. Like you said, the honky tonk man, but they defined it as heat back then. So it's like, it's hard to, to differentiate sometimes. I do want to bring MJF up, gets heat. Sammy Guevara gets go away heat. But is Definition. it heat if you low-key <laughs> cheer for the guy and like the guy? Because that's what the fan, like, you should want to stab the guy. Like, Rowdy Roddy Piper wanted to, like, they wanted to stab that guy. because So that would be considered go away heat now because Piper was no, 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 inciting no. riots. Yeah, no, no, I disagree with you, though, because... That's what that's the reaction you want, right? Like if the crowd is going, fuck Sammy, and people are trying to get at him because he did some heel shit and all that, I would say that's proper heat, you know, because that's what you want your wrestlers to generate that passion. But I'm just changing the channel when he's on. Yeah, exactly. There's literally thousands yeah, but, but, of tweets uh, of people going, the... Don't let this man talk again. There's like people in his own roster that are making jokes, like saying, like, why are you in this match? <laughs> you know what I mean? And shit like that. It's all jokes, you know, but like, it's cause it's you're unbearable. Dude. I just you wonder know? though, like, because if you're cheering, like, all right, f- uh, like fuck MJF, like they're booing MJF, but they're, they're like playing along. They know they're supposed to boom. So they're booing them. It's not real heat. Technically. If they're like also chanting his name, it's like, to me, if you hate the guy, that's heat. Like, I don't know. We could argue about that on another yeah, podcast. He'll he he first uh you know go away heat, but a guy well, I want to throw if in. he wants heat from me, he's got it. Yeah. You can call him whatever <laughs> kind you want. I'd fucking never. I'd love to never see him again. Well, how about a guy I know you want to see again, but a guy I'm going to throw into the overrated convo, Adam Cole, current day, okay. baby. Very 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 much overrated in my eyes, almost to the point where I don't get it at all um you talk about the sammy Guevara thing the adam cole thing to me you put him you know in another even 10 years ago he's like on velocity losing to you know hide and right poppy chulo yeah like i just don't see how this guy and we'll maybe touch on his like size you know but like that's not even what i'm going to concentrate on but because seeing is believing though it's like I don't get him as a tough guy. I believe if they flipped his character and made him like maybe a baby face or somebody, maybe I would get behind him. But as the tough guy, cool guy, heel, that's like super like, you know, I just don't get it. And and I know people eat it up. But once again, can't call him a heel because everybody chants along with his shit. So what are your guys thoughts on on uh, Adam Cole? So you guys know I was this is one of the rare like points of agreement with me and John Tucci when it came to AEW <laughs> sure. because I couldn't stand a guy 
for a long while, you know? Like, I think he has good matches, you know? I mm-hmm. think he could do good stuff, but, like, just looking at him, and I'm not trying to go too deep into, like, just shaming his looks. I'm trying to, like, not just shame people based on how they look or their size mm-hmm. so much. There's some guys that I can't help. But Adam Cole was just like, I don't believe shit about you, dude. You know? And, like, that was my issue with him, especially when, like, they were like, he's a big marquee signing, you know? And, like, he showed up at the All Out pay-per-view, and it was like this moment, and the internet lost his fucking mind, and he was NXT's, the king of NXT, you know what I mean, for a few years. I just think, I think he does everything really well. I do think he... I think he could talk when he needs to talk. I think his matches are overall pretty solid. Generally, he's a very reliable hand. But I do think he's overrated because I don't think he should be anywhere near, like, the world title picture, for example. You. you know, and it's like – and he's always going to be. I wouldn't mind Makes if he happy was – to hear. I don't, I don't <laughs> mind if he was fighting for the mid-card belts, you know, the TNT title or the All-Atlantic title or whatever. Go, go, go crazy. I don't care. I don't even care if he fucking wins it. If he has a classic with Sammy Guevara, you know, it's like, whatever. I might cheer for him in that match. But <laughs> it's the fact that I'm supposed to believe that a guy like Claudio or Powerhouse Hobbs is not a world title level dude, but then Adam Cole is, you know? It's just like, I could suspend so much disbelief, you know? Wait, it's Frank. Like, is this your, is your like kind of disdain for him tied into the Shawn Michaels connection at all it actually isn't it actually it okay. actually isn't yeah okay. it has nothing to do with that you know um because i know that's his like his boy yeah. you know no because even Shawn michaels is like i could believe him having a match i could believe his or i know he has really good matches too like entertaining matches that i can like i want to tune in to watch over and over but adam coach just doesn't do that for me you know he, to me he's like a mid-card guy and if that's where he was stationed i probably wouldn't have a problem with him but it's dude, not he's top of the card dude where do you stand on uh adam cole yeah, I think Frank's the last thing that you just said, Frank, like when when a guy is taking spots from other guys, I think that's where the resentment comes in. Yeah. Like, you know, why is he in the world title picture? But guys that I like aren't, you know, um, I do like Adam Cole, like in NXT. That was one of my favorite matches ever. Him and Johnny Gargano when uh they fought for the NXT title. Um, yeah, I, I see what you guys are both saying. Like, he's small, like, his, you know, he's not in great shape, like, etc. Um, 40 but super I do kicks think, in a match that kills, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But, like, is that Adam Cole or is that just the state of pro wrestling right now? Mm-hmm. Because we saw his girlfriend do three super kicks tonight, one barely hitting, sir. Uh, who was. Yeah, I think it was Athena was in a move and she didn't even she clearly missed her entire face. Yeah. So I think that's just more. Yeah, the super you know, kicks don't bug me. The yeah, Usos okay. do 20 of, super kicks sure. a match. Right, right, right. I think that's more the state of professional wrestling. Like, I do think that Adam Cole has charisma for sure. I think he is a, a good promo. Um, I think he's properly rated because he's not doing anything. Well, what did he do? He he's, got a shot at the world title and he lost. Yeah, but he's like at least he won from the Tony Owen Con- tournament. He won the Owen Hart tournament, and mm-hmm. from Owen, from Tony Khan's perspective, I've heard him talk about like these big signings, and he said the most excited out of everybody that he was to get was Adam Cole. Like he looks at Adam Cole like 
the when the man when the he future. debuted did you guys watch the show when he debuted yes mm-hmm. did you hear that pop when he came out oh yeah but that's, that's the thing though i think he i think part of his pop is his entrance you know what exactly. I mean? Like, I That's feel different. Like if, he, if he had a whack ass entrance, people like I feel him, like, man. Yeah, I don't you know. know. I think I mean, people like, like the song, the entrance, the pose. I will say, this. I do it. I do it when I go to the shows. You know what I mean? And I'm just shit on. Well, the there guy. you go. You're guilty. Yeah, well, I was gonna why. say, this is why I, this guy's at the top. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say uh, to flip it a little bit because we're talking about overrated, underrated, not like I hate yeah. you, I love you. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. hate you know Adam Cole because I want to say, sure, like, sure. I want to actually like him i think mm-hmm. a change of character because he's a sweetheart like i saw him on yeah he seemed like impossible or yeah. um bar rescue rather and like super nice guy um i think he has like qualities of a baby face if he mm-hmm. i just stop being like the cool heel like it's not working for yeah. you for me it's to me it doesn't work i don't once again it. though that's the state of wrestling like yeah. that's the cool heel that shouldn't even be a thing yeah. right like that's why, once again, John Patrick Jr., I fucking love MJF because he is a, he's an asshole. Yeah. That's what you should be. When someone makes fun of you as a heel, you should cry and you should complain and you should blah, blah, blah. Like, you shouldn't yeah. laugh it off. That's not what heels do, you know? Like, so yeah, I'll agree with you there, but I think that's more of a, state of professional wrestling conversation than an Adam Cole's overrated conversation. You know, like fair. Well, once again, you said I think properly, it's all very subjective. Properly rated, you would say, do you have um so I'll swing it to you, Duke, actually, do you have an underrated guy for this quick round that we want to go through? Um that you that you like to add to the to the list. Well, I don't underrated. know how much we're gonna get into it. So I do want to mention if we run out of time, my number one Probably my number one all-time underrated guy is X-Pac, one, two, three, kid, Sean Waltman. I just think that he doesn't get nearly the respect that he deserves for, you know, like cruiserweight wrestling became really big in the United States. And I guess around like 1995 and the lightning kid, Sean Waltman and Jerry Lynn were doing it in 1991 in the Global Wrestling Federation. I just think that he he's a revolutionary like like the Dynamite Kid before him, but at an even grander scale, like Mm -hmm. because he was kind of the the catalyst of cruiserweight wrestling in the States. And I'll throw in Jerry Lynn, the guy that he did it with, Mm -hmm. like you weren't seeing that, man. Without those two guys beginning that here, who knows if that cruiserweight division even exists? Like I, I do think have... that uh, younger generation that came up, um, you know, the younger wrestling generation, whether it is Johnny Gargano, whoever, like I think they respect and uh, appreciate X Pac, Sean Waltman more so than the previous generation of wrestling fans and whatnot and wrestlers. Um, mm-hmm. For me, Waltman is one of my top. 20 favorites of all time no doubt you know i was an x-pop guy I, like i was a one two three kid guy like that talking about you know for me um 10 10 years old watching him you know beat razor and that moment's you know been talked about ad nauseum but like it yeah. was a huge moment i watched it in living color i remember where i was it happened and you know bam star was made to me yeah. and um like from that point on i looked at him like 
wow like i obviously never you know be became a wrestler but like he was the one kid guy that where you would look at and be like damn i can do that like this yep. kid's coming yeah. in and doing yep. this but su superior athlete like amongst the giants at that time um i agree with you underrated when it comes to like when they mention you know mount rushmore's and all that and like you're not going to necessarily mention sean wallman but when you talk about um like iconic legend like it's always the same guys they talk about that are like but he needs to be mentioned and even when someone said like he went in the hall of fame with the click or i'm sorry with the nwo and with dx rightfully effing so they say yep. he was just an honorary in the nwo and that's where crap, it's hard crap. to say it's hard to say he's underrated as a multiple time hall of famer yeah. But I even I actually had the pleasure of meeting him. And when I met him, I was like, dude, I just want to say, like, I just think you don't get, you know, the credit that you deserve for being such a revolutionary, like a trailblazer. Yeah. You know, for cruiserweight. He's wrestling. humble about he, it, right? He's super humble. He was like, no, nah, I think that, you know, I got enough respect, blah, blah, blah. But I just wanted to mention him because like like you said, like without him. Who knows if Gargano even gets in the business, you know? And I think more so Gargano and those type of guys look at Shawn Michaels yeah, true. as the guy that kind of – sure. Because he did it at a higher level. Yeah, it's easy when you're the top Yeah, but dude, like, you know, yeah. you know, the Lightning Kid was 200 pounds soaking wet, you know? And, like, and why, I agree, why I agree that he's overrated is because there was a while – You mean underrated was, or um, – Underrated. I mean, yeah. yeah, sorry. Underrated is that because there was a while there where – we called go away heat x-pac heat, heat. Yep. you know what i mean and it's like the fact that he got that disrespected shows how underrated he was even though he is a two-time and it shows right. how ignorant fans are well i was yeah. gonna yeah frank i don't know how like um it's obviously five years younger than uh, me but like so because i remember in live in living color to, to telling duke like this x-pac heat shit is so stupid like mm -hmm. the, yep. this is jaded fickle nonsense like how is suddenly this guy who's the best still the best worker yeah. on on the roster or at least top three at the time with guys Dude, like i never i yeah, what is the what exactly. was the what was that all about like i don't i don't know because i never got it either because i like i'm maybe not as big of an x-pac fan as you guys right but like i loved dx at the time you know and he was like a huge part of it but i fucking loved x-pac with kane I loved X-Pac. You know what I mean? Like, I liked X-Pac and a lot of shit that he did mm -hmm. that maybe wasn't the coolest shit ever. So, I respect X-Pac, you know? And I met him, and he was very cool to me and Brian Marvel, even if, you know, he'd seen better days at that time. You know, I'm glad to see him doing good now. You know, I was sitting back watching WWF with my grandma and grandpa, and uh, I look on the television, there's Mr. Ramon. He's offering me $5,000. I can't believe it. He's offering me $5,000 to get back in the ring with him. Oh, look at that kick to the head. What a spinning heel kick by X-Pac. That caught it. Caught Jeff Hardy and almost took his head off. So I have a quick one that we yeah. we don't have to harp on too long, but I wanted to touch on the ladies because I gave you an overrated lady, and I want to talk about an underrated lady. And for me, and it's sort of like she gets lost. I hope you're going to say who I have on my I'm, list. And it my probably is. underrated lady, Wendy Richter. No, oh. it's Victoria. Yes, sir. Yeah, Victoria. Yes. Dude, absolutely. For the longest time, I would argue that Victoria was the greatest woman wrestler of all time. Nope. You know, I've like her rival. She got kind of overshadowed by Trish, you know, at the time. Yep. And Trish kind of got all the spoils of like, you know, being top girl. But Victoria had good matches with anybody she could. 
Molly Holly. Yeah, she went to other companies. And like before this women's revolution of pro wrestling, Victoria had like a hardcore match with Trish at one of the Rumbles. And to me, it was like the best women's match ever up until that point, you know? And I feel like she doesn't get the respect from the modern fans. Everybody's quick to say Becky Lynch or Bailey or, or Sasha or Charlotte, whoever, whoever you like are the best ever, but without a Victoria, because Victoria was also just a wrestler too. Like she wasn't some fitness model who transitioned like Trish and props to Trish. She was great as well, but Victoria like did it all. She made Trish look like a million bucks when Trish was green. So it's like, she doesn't get the credit that she deserves. She was champion in multiple companies, you know, before it became like a divas thing. And it was all about like just being a pretty girl, you know, um victoria was out there doing the work and she should get the love and she's the nicest person on earth wholeheartedly agree she's on my list and like you said like no disrespect to trish but like we know what vince likes he likes hot blonde women Mm you know like victoria started out as one of the godfather's hoes yeah just to give you an idea where she came from and she went on to become, you know, women's champion. She wrestled with a torn ACL for months mm-hmm. with a fucking brace on her leg. You know how tough that is? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. agree with you that she's underrated. Yeah, no, that's a good one, actually. She was uh, like a great athlete amongst d- divas or women's wrestlers at the time that were sloppy, not coordinated. You had women getting thrown into the, the mix like Stacey Carter or, um, you know, even Stacey Keebler. Like you just had yeah. random, but um, she could move. She was uh, technically sound. She was crisp. She and knew I, how to wrestle. I, yeah, and I think she proved that even further when she went to TNA. Yep. And because TNA probably had the better uh working uh women wrestlers at yep. the time because WWE was so focused on divas and TNA was like we're gonna highlight some of these wrestlers and even if they weren't all great but Victoria was like top dog over there for a while her Gail Kim and a couple of others who yep. could actually wrestle mm-hmm. but Victoria to me she just doesn't she's kind of like forgotten 100 in, like, in, in the grand scheme of women's wrestling and I think like without her a lot of these girls probably don't even get the chance you know because she yep. was doing it long before a lot of these yeah, well, you saw a girl like like females like Molly Holly finally get the respect. Mm-hmm. I know she got like yeah. the Hall of Fame induction, and they're like they shined a light on that uh, forgotten. So era Victoria's not minute. in the Hall of Fame. She right? is not. No. Yeah, yeah like not. like so. You're telling me that Molly Holly had a better career than her? All due yeah, respect, probably Molly though. Holly, but probably really. I think so. You think. Well, only because Molly so. Holly, once again, we're talking about moments. Like she had the stuff with the hurricane, which yeah, like, well, what's Molly Steve Holly's Austin? greatest feud. Did Molly right, Holly's like our- did Molly Holly's head get shaved at WrestleMania? Yes. Who who'd she lose to? Mickey James, right? Or who was no? Vic <laughs> fucking Toria. Oh, was it Victoria? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I guess she's yeah. underrated. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And, and like for for a long time, Victoria and Trish was the greatest women's Hell feud yeah, dude. For a long time. You yeah. Know? It's easy and, to forget. And listen, obviously. it yeah. still may be to some people. Yes, yeah, to some people. To you me, know? it is. Yeah. Well, um, so I'm going to do a little underrated, overrated. It's a quick old school. I just want to touch on some of the old school because I I dove pretty deep into the, you know, the classic lately. And in my watchings, in my viewings, um, I got to got the feeling that Big Cat Ernie Lad 
is severely underrated when you're looking at names from that era because we always hear Bruno, we always hear Bob Backlund, you know, you'll hear names like Pat Patterson. You'll even you'll even hear superstar Billy Graham, but Ernie Ladd, like if you go back and watch some of the stuff he was doing as a heel, like this guy's delivery. Um, and the reason I find him to be overrated is because sometimes we talk about like NFL guys, big guys getting Un- underrated. underrated. I'm yeah, sorry, underrated. underrated yeah. Excuse me. We talk about guys getting like the, the job because they were NFL athletes or, or former football players. And like we could probably go on a list eventually of like guys who translated from the athletics to the pro wrestling world. But he, um, if anything, is one of the first to because he was a main like top level guy, but forgotten somehow. Like he's the guy that kept, I guess, the business going because you always need a heel to, mm-hmm. to, you know, to fight the baby faces. So, uh, you know, during those eras with Stan Stasiak and like Ivan Koloff, who's also forgotten. But if you guys want to go back and watch some of the Ernie Ladd promos, specifically search him and Vince McMahon. Um, where he kind of clowns Vince McMahon um, when he was a commentator. Vince was just oh, yeah. like sort of a ring yeah, announcer and Ernie Ladd like kind of suns him. He just kind yeah. of like lays into him and, you know, just like watching him. I was like, damn, like take him and put him in the current day or maybe 10 years ago. And it's like, this dude is everything they would want a guy like, you know, almost to be, or cause he was huge. Ernie Ladd was gigantic. Um, so he's one that I think is underrated and to keep it old school overrated. As I watch this in retrospect, I'm starting to get the feeling that Pedro Morales is a bit overrated. Ah, uh, how dare you? <laughs> I know. I know. It's blasphemy. But if you guys want to go back and watch some Pedro stuff, it's not it's not the fact that he couldn't work. Like he was obviously talented as a wrestler. He was even more athletic than most of the guys. But if you watch him like talking and trying to cut promos or being interviewed. It's painful. Like, it's like he had nothing, no emotion to bring to a conversation. Um, So he's one I want to throw in the overrated category. But real quick for you guys, um, do you have any like quick fire overrated, underrated you want to throw out just so we can kind of put some out there? Yeah, I'll put one on there that I didn't want to leave out. And maybe people don't agree and we don't have to speak on them for too long because I know you guys love them is as an underrated guy is Rick Rude. I think Rick Rude is a, a lot like Victoria kind of gets lost in the mix of all these other people who have come and maybe surpassed them like accomplishment wise, you know, but Rick Rude was the guy who was carrying warrior through garbage matches, you know, like, or carrying warriors garbage ass through good matches, you know, cause <laughs> like, you know, he was doing real good stuff and like Rick Rude just never got to like that world title picture that would have like cemented him in stone as like well, the wwf he, yeah right yeah, he exactly won the WCW I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. international international yeah title. yeah yeah and even that right like even that doesn't kind of count toward the lineage of the world title yeah so it's like it's like a it's like a bummer for him and he's a guy that's like as good as anybody yep ever you know as far as i'm concerned you know like as a total package whereas the guy who i would kind of considered overrated is the total package Lex Luger, you know? And like, if you look at both of their careers, to me, Lex couldn't hold Rude's jockstrap, you know? Mm. But Lex's career, you know, he's multiple time world champion, top of the card everywhere he went. And I get the appeal of Lex, 
but I think he's massively overrated and Rick Rude sort of gets forgotten because, you know, maybe his career was shortened by injury. You know, he didn't have quite the longevity, but I think the period that he was in and he was a top guy, there was not a heel like that's, you know, there's very few heels better than him. You know, very few guys could have matches the way he could and make everybody look good. Even if you were green as shit, like ultimate warrior, you know, so I Rick love Rude, it. Rick Rude, underrated. Lex Luger, little overrated. Okay. I do. Who do you got? Overrated, underrated. Quick fire. Um, real quick. Rick Rude. Um, I don't know that he's underrated because he is in the Hall of Fame, but I do see what you're saying. And if he was a good guy, he probably would have had a Lex Luger type career. Mm-hmm. You know, like I do. I disagree with the overrated of Lex Luger as he's on my TV, <laughs> literally as we're speaking. Um, because like I said, it's not always about wrestling. He looked like a million bucks. Like he was in the main event in both companies that he wrestled in multiple time world champion. Like his promos weren't great. Sure. But like, I don't know. I only, the only, the Luger thing, the only, um, sort of envy or like hatred, I guess I had for Lex Luger was when it was the co-winners of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, right yeah, that's terrible. that was that was when yeah. I like actually really hated Lex Luger <laughs> on my yeah. screen. I was just like, ugh. But yeah. um, but I grew to really appreciate his presence, mm-hmm. and um, I'm also going to agree that he's not overrated at all. In fact, I don't. I'm starting to wonder if he's underrated because he no really chance. stamped a, an era of. Look, I know the big bodies were a thing, but like Lex Luger, mm-hmm. um. I think he deli- look his promos weren't for everyone, you know, but where well, they weren't bad. Like people want to act like he couldn't talk. Um, mm-hmm. you know, watch a Lex Luger promo. He's not like some well, incompetent bruiser, idiot. bruiser Brody, bruiser Brody ch- chased that guy out of a fucking cage. You know what I mean? Because he knew because he knew he was such a fraud yeah. at the time. You know. Well, I want to touch and, on like, your rude on- thing real quick. Too. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. really, really quick with the Rick Rude. Um, I just wanted to bring up this quick point. Um, is he underrated? Um, I'm going to say I lean more towards underrated with you because the f- the fucking legacy he left, this is what this crazy statistic. Three years, that's his career in the WWF. He was only wow, there for three crazy. years. Miz, Kofi, I could go on and on. Four times the amount of time have they been in the WWF. And I guarantee you, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong, but I, I guarantee you Rick Rude's legacy is stronger based on just those three years in WWF. And then obviously yeah, he did stuff in, you know, Japan and yeah. WA, WCW, but uh, Rick Rude is the man. I, I like definitely, definitely not respected enough, I guess. Um, yeah. But the quality over the quantity is, is interesting with him. Um, so no, I, do, I didn't mean to and cut like, you off. Don't, don't, yeah. no, no, no. But I don't want it to get lost in the shuffle. Like I fucking love Rick Rude. Yeah. You're probably <laughs> a bigger fan than me. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Like I absolutely yeah, love no. Rick Rude, but, um, I just think that overall, if you're in the Hall of Fame, if you're recognized, like I feel like it's Cook hard to say. Cook will be wears in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's yeah, always the master. Yeah, it's always so the metric. Yeah. yeah, Donald Trump, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, so it's like right. that's no, why yeah. the the Hall of Fame I don't hold as like anything. You know, like yeah, it's cool right. to get in. It's Vince's like, it Hall of Fame. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. It matters. He could to have get for in. sure been, you know, a world champion. Yeah. But I don't know. Duke, you I got some like overrated people, when underrated. When they talk about Rude, they put respect on his name. You know? I just feel like there's not enough talk about him. Yeah. You know, well, like we're going to talk. We're going to make an effort to talk more about him. Yeah. yeah. Even more. We're going to talk about him. Um, um, we love Rude. Go ahead, Duke. 
we're running short. So what do you want? Underrated or overrated? Give me a couple. Give me a little bit. Just All right. So underrated current WWE guys. Underrated. Chad Gable. I have a bunch, but I'll just say Chad Gable is my number one underrated WWE superstar. They proved once again what he means to that company <laughs> yeah, when, no. you know, Braun Strowman comes out and kills him and his partner. And the whole the tag team time. division. He destroyed it. Yeah. So I just don't understand, you know, okay. you have an Olympic athlete that is, you know, he's entertaining as well as just a tremendous athlete in the ring. And they just, I don't know, man. Well, he's proven the entertaining reason. aspect. I was a little, you know, cautious about that. But um, who else? Yeah, and like, I don't, I don't want to hear that fucking shoe shit. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's over with the crowd. Yeah, you know, like, so like that's usually, you know, their big thing. Oh, you got to get over, kid. You know, well, he's over now. So now he's over. Excuse now. Like he, he's the guy that you feed to whoever comes back you know he literally mm -hmm. looks like kurt angle and they yeah. botched it's, that storyline it's as it's easy as it gets right sometimes it's just like right in front of you they had it swerve you right yeah and here's the thing like he's really fucking good mm -hmm. it's not like he's just this like kurt angle wannabe he's actually really good yeah. so whatever so go ahead overrated um i have four on my list Throw them out. I will go with. All right, I'll give you. Just all give four. them all. Just yeah. Seth Rollins. Okay. Roman Reigns, which will get me a tremendous amount. Dean of Ambrose, the whole Shield. No, sorry. Kevin Owens, and Frank's favorite, Happy Corbin. Oh gosh. Those are my four okay. overrated. Okay. Honestly, I think Roman looks great. He looks like a million bucks. I think you could put anybody in that situation that he's in and they would do the same thing he's doing. The only thing he does, it makes it, he makes it look pretty because he's a good looking dude. Yeah. I don't think I he brings anything to that character. He, his, his matches are average. He's a good looking dude and he has great presence. Well, I've been saying it the whole podcast. Perception is reality. I will say Roman might be the most manufactured wrestler Ever, that I yeah. can remember, you know, but and and he's done, you know, a good job with it. But I will agree, like, even I've defended this long reign and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But when it's all said and done in 10 years from now, he's not going to even come close to a conversation. Bret Hart. Steve Austin. No, exactly. Ric Flair. Shawn Michaels. Like, go down the list. He's not even going to, no matter what they do with him, from he, he could hold it another two years. It's not going to change my perception, you know? And that's, it's unfortunate. And but honestly, um, didn't they just do this so he'd beat Punk's number? Maybe. I don't know. I think they're trying, I think they're trying to create like some legacy shit with him. But, um, but he had knows? to get their goat that Punk was like the next guy I after like those, after those insurmountable. Did. It yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah um all right well so i'm gonna give you a little quick fire um just overrated if you guys want to talk about them afterwards that's fine edge little overrated to me um finn baylor this is not a judgment day thing but finn baylor <laughs> very much overrated the judgment day special and um this one you know Dominic Mysterio. no i feel bad saying this one because he's a sweetheart but like I know one promo in a salmon jacket suddenly made people think this dude was something. 
Mark Henry's overrated, bro. Like a salmon jacket. You know what I'll say about Mark Henry in defense of him is that I think he's probably rated properly. I don't think anybody ever talks about him like he's this all-time great. But we talked about that, accomplishments, like he's a he's a world champion. No, yeah, you know definitely. I mean? But that was a like a lifetime achievement award. Yeah, for right, sure. Right. right you know, right. like, but and like in that salmon jacket moment, that got me. You know, like <laughs> there's not many Mark, Mark Ooh, Henry moments funny. where I like crown, but like that, I was convinced. I'm like, damn, he's retiring. Good for him. You know, <laughs> and then like that turn, it was. I thought that was a really got good moment for Mark Henry. But I don't think I I was I disagree with you just because I don't think that people overrate him too much. I feel like he's kind of in his spot. But yeah, I, I guess more agree, on the I would agree with you. Yeah, that he doesn't deserve. Maybe well, it's hard to say who deserves what, but I right. would say like I wouldn't have had him as the world champion, and then mm-hmm. everybody like, gets ECW a turn, right? Champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah even. Yeah. So, and then um, so well, under- Big E was ranked number nine in the five hundred. So, yeah, man, we'll Here get we to are. that. We'll get to that, pal. Some underrated. I'm gonna throw your way, and then we could have some closing thoughts. These are just so random, but like underrated guys. Tatanka, I don't think gets enough love for the like the character, the baby face that he could have been. That was just a misuse. Miss all that was still wrestling today man timeless timeless um like i said uh these are random but elijah burke i actually really liked when ecw started also still wrestling in the nwa Mm -hmm. i like the angelo de nero yes and i liked his pope gimmick for sure and which is weird i guess i just realized these guys were in a stable together but i had as a commentator matt striker underrated Mm, i thought he was as a commentator, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As a commentator, yeah. I really liked him. And yep. this one, I'm going to leave for the end here. I don't know why he popped in my head today, but um, Enzo, Enzo is like a forgotten guy, and there's all these places to wrestle. And I think Enzo is kind of like I think he has something to offer. Like I think he could talk. I think he, cre- you know, he's another one that could generate heat. Kind of underrated, just random, but yeah. Interesting. What do you guys think um, going out here? Like we said, this is all subjective. Um, you guys, first of all, anybody listening or watching, leave in the comments. Overrated, underrated. Where would where do we miss the mark here? Um, what, There's going to be wanna... some hot takes for sure in the in the comment section. People are going to disagree with all of us about yeah, somebody, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. at least somebody. And I didn't want this to turn into like a hate hit list because. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Owens, Kevin Owens to me is obviously overrated. Sheamus to yeah. Frank, obviously exactly. overrated. Obviously overrated. Duke, yeah. Sammy Guevara, like we got our guys we don't like that we're gonna say are overrated. But let us know in the comments what you think about uh, the list and who you want to add to the list. We appreciate you listening as always. We want you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Keep keep supporting us. We appreciate it. Um, and we'll see you next time. We definitely have something cool coming up. We we don't want to, you know, get you too hyped, but we're going to have something cool coming up for you. It's uh it's a little different than what we've been doing. It's a mystery. It's it's a mystery uh guest, we might even say. So, check us out next time. And until next time, you know, we hope you rate this show properly, give it the proper amount of love, and uh hopefully we're not overrating your time here and boring <laughs> you. So, <laughs> we'll see you next time. We'll talk to you next time. Stay well. And just for the record, so I fit in here. Boom. Shades. Cool, guys. Now you're cool. <laughs> <laughs>